This is your announcer Chuck Landington welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. And now, here's the Metal Injection Livecast. We're doing the show on a special day for Noah's birthday. Which is ironic, because her birthday hasn't been special in 25 years. Ouch. And now here's the Metal Injection Livecast. Chuck had to sneak in a nice little burn for Noah before really uh, coming into the show. I just want to let him know that, like, I on purpose don't make my birthday special. You don't think your birthday is special. But we do. What happened 25 years ago, Noah, that you uh, stopped celebrating your birthday? That was her big 3-0. That was the last, like, milestone birthday. (laughs) Gang rape. Why, Jesus Christ? What happens when you have a boyfriend, so you don't really care about your birthday, so he doesn't have to care about it either? I, I just don't like. I just don't like making it like a big thing. Like I don't get what the point is. Like every day should be so, like a celebration. So you want gifts but, every day? But that's a good question, though. Like, does your does your like significant he, other? Uh, yeah. Now would he if he didn't take you anywhere? You're like, oh, it's just it's just another day. Would you be okay with that? I feel like we would probably get food anyway. Like right. we would probably go somewhere and get food anyway. It's like not like okay. a big deal. They just have to buy you shit. Is the point? I don't care about that. Like for me, it's just more about being like. Just a good person with me. As long as the wow. sex is good for Noah, and that's, yes. that's, that's all that matters. You should write a book. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then what if he doesn't get you a card? Oh, I don't, it, see, like all of that is waste. Like I end up like it either like accumulates or I. Have as long to, like, as there's a text, as long as there's a text, text support, is good. Text I mean, as called. long as there's like acknowledgement and like mm-hmm. extra affection, that, then I'm good. That's like mm-hmm. all that's I it. need. Extra affection meaning like an internal. Internal, <laughs> external. Anything it's like that. It's got a crusty good. ass, knuckly, hairy man hands. That's the other thing oh, she likes. Calloused, everything. <laughs> but you just, can't just get that for a, a special right. occasion. I'm saying you that's the deal that breaker, though. Yeah. You, you don't yeah. have to buy her shit. Yeah. You don't have to. If birthday the guy doesn't has matter. feminine hands, yeah. then it need not apply. Right. It's over. I'm like very judgmental when it comes to hands. What do you mean? I like a big, like working man hands. Oh, yeah. Like Zach Wilde's hands, like that's like the hottest hands. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, because the they're all calluses yeah. and oh, yeah. Yeah, he's just shredding all the time. Mm-hmm. Fucking gangrene on his hands and but shit. But the thing is, his nails are really clean. Like I need for like the like nails like under the nail bed in case I get fingered. You know, so like there's no like case. germs going. But also, well, he probably used a clean finger. He's not putting his whole hand in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just keep yeah. one finger disinfected. <laughs> he does have like that Coke finger thing going, but he uses it, you know, to pick, to strum with yeah. his, with his yeah. nails. But if you sure. Ever pay attention to his nails? They're very well manicured. There's no like hang nails or anything. Now like listen, that. if you got a little coke in your bukkake, it's not the end of the world. Seriously, <laughs> it'll just be a little numb. It'll be a little numb. Yeah. Uh, we're diving right in here on the metal yeah, injection there's an podcast. Extra voice in the room. Yes, that was the sultry, sexy voice of Jim Florentine. Thank yeah. you, sir, for sitting Welcome. in. Yeah, yes. very Thank special you. guest awesome. for Noah's birthday. And it's yes. Noah's birthday. Oh, but we didn't have to get her anything, though. I thought Jim Florentine. I mean, that's like big <laughs> enough. I've never heard Jim Florentine and Big in the same <laughs> from a female, so I'm I'm excited. All right, this, this is working out great for you. This right, episode, this is phenomenal. <laughs> you got him something. Yes, thank you. I also have a no, cake. happy birthday. Thank you. I also have a birthday cake from Beautiful Milk cake. that Roland pick up picked up because he has a lot of connections and food. Roland is here too. Food show, but I mean, he also could have just bought it. Roland just likes food, and yeah. he brought you food, so there's that. How's no. the birthday? How do you rate the birthday cake? Delicious. Oh man, I haven't so tried good. it yet. There's Looks none great. left. She finished it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and uh, you could be a part of the show. Just give us a call. The number is 213 Wide Nut. 
213-943-3688. I love the, the look on the face of the guests when you say that. I know. I have to like, look you right in the eye. Also, 213-WIFE-NUT also works if, yeah. you, if you want want to do that. It's retroactive. Right. We did not choose that name. Just I'm just impressed that you guys could take phone calls on your podcast. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. That's why I'm like, wow, that's From, cool. From like, all over the world. We're not just a podcast. We're a live cast. That's all why right. it took us 20 minutes to start, because we're live. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But it is your birthday. It's the, you're thirding. You're thirding. You're thirding thirty. No, I don't know. Thirty-five. You're turning thirty-five. Thirty-five. You're officially in your mid-thirties. Mm-hmm. I'm just like waiting for menopause to like come knocking on my door. You're, like, offic- I don't, you're officially rounding up to forty now. Yeah. Yeah. You're in a different demo on those like forms you got to fill out. I thought that was to thirty-six, and then. No? Is no. it at 35 that it's it like starts? It's like 31 to She's 35. still in the upper limit of that. 18 to 35, I would say. Mm. Mm. Well, well, well. <gasps> yeah. You're about 10 years before menopause. Somewhere <laughs> around it. Yeah, oh, 10, okay. 12, something like that. Yeah. All right. You got, about, you got about 120 right. eggs left. Still time to drop a baby. <laughs> Pop um, one out. Definitely. Well, I just like recently got off of birth control, so there is a high risk of me getting pregnant, but I don't want to. I'll just get so, that pulled right out. <laughs> get a vacuum in there. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. when Zach Wild sticks his whole hand in there, he could kill whatever. He's living. <laughs> well, just you know, have the guy put a dirty fingernail in there instead. Yeah. Then you have to worry oh, about you're it. done. You're yeah, done. You Zach go. Wild might get the baby high though. With the oh, coke on his finger. finger. No, he, come it's on. a strumming finger. He's he's straight edge right. down. Okay. What? Sure. Yeah. He's so right. Yes. That's right. yeah. So he's been even sober drink. for like about ten years. Yeah, least. yeah. Right. No, I'm he's sorry. like he really uh, he was very tanked, so tanked that. Ozzy didn't want to work with him anymore, and then uh, he kind of cleaned up after that. I did that. not know that. I he had we some medical drink. issues, too, some like... Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so we, we, they basically said, you're going to die if you keep drinking. Oh. Mm. I thought Rob Which, I mean, he would have died anyway, like, even if he didn't have the medical issue, the way he was going. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was insane. Right, yeah. so he's... Well, 10 years ago, that, like, lines up also with Dimebag's murder, right? So maybe, like, he had, like, a whole... Like, it was after... I you know he was still drinking around Dimebag's murder, I remember that, but probably two, three years after that... Mm-hmm. Yeah, somewhere around now. Yeah, so he just drinks coffee now. He's just high on caffeine. All right. He has his Valhalla Java. <laughs> he used to do the Aldouls right when he first because he still mm-hmm. wanted oh the, the the alcohol taste. Mm. So he'd always have Aldouls with him. And then I just I think he quit that too. He's like, I don't even need that. That's just a tease. Some people but, like the flavor. Yeah. All right. But is does Aldouls taste like good beer without alcohol or like shitty beer without alcohol? mediocre beer? Yeah. But this is that no one likes that anyway. They just drink it to get pissed drunk. The shitty beer, right? I mean, do people really like Bud Light? Some people end up uh, developing a taste for it, I feel. I feel Randy Bly said the same thing to me when he was getting sober because he also had some serious alcohol issues and drug dependency issues and he was trying to get sober. And to wean off of it, he would drink non-alcoholic beer. He just said he liked the taste of beer. And it's almost like a social thing. You hold on like a beer, even though it's not. You're around everybody else that's drinking. That's got to be weird when all of a sudden you go in a situation where... I can understand. It's that. just like it, it's it's not weird. It's just more like annoying because why aren't you drinking? Why aren't you drinking? I know. Have one. Come on. Have another. Yeah. Let me just get you. Yeah, you get that, and then then also everyone's obnoxious, and when you're sober, you're like, oh my god, yeah. this How conversation. I, I got to get out of this. Right. That was yeah. me too. Like, <laughs> saying the same thing over and over again. Holy shit. <laughs> I just like I hate when when I go to bars and like I don't drink alcohol, so I'll just ask for like a seltzer. With like a lime in it, so it looks like I'm drinking vodka That's a good, soda. Yeah, but in some bars, like if you don't order an alcoholic beverage, they put it in a different type of cup, 
So then you're walking around with like a, you know, like one of those plastic cups from mm. like diners and everybody else is holding mm. like, I don't know, like a plastic cup with with liquor. And then it's like, well, you got to be like, give me a, a seltzer with lime and don't treat me like the Don't treat me any different than those yeah. drinkers over there. Or you could just bring your own cup. <laughs> yes, I'll just bring a red solo just, cup everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And it's cheap. We have plenty here. Just take one and put it in your in your purse. You carry a purse. Yeah, I do. There, well, there you go. You got room for a red solo cup in your purse? Uh, depending on which purse I take out. Oh. You gotta have a top for it too, though. You don't want that. I thought you were cup. the top. You don't want the solo cup <laughs> slipping though in the purse. But yes, I am the top. <laughs> it's got to be hard to to maintain a sobriety on the road. I feel though. Oh, too. I'm sure. Uh, especially if all of your band is partiers, and you don't want to be the guy to like be the party pooper. I feel like after a certain amount of years, you probably don't care as much about that part of it. You just hate all your bandmates anyway, so it's like, fine, whatever. If I'm the one bumming them out, the better. Enough, well, enough of these people. Yeah, when you, when you got to share the bus with them, though, that's a problem, because there's really not too many places you can hide. Yeah, you can go in true. your bunk, and then everyone's rowdy and screaming, you know, maybe they're in the front of the bus or the back of the bus, yeah. so... There's, you know, if you had your own hotel room, if you have a, a lot of money in the band's making, you could just go back to your hotel. Mm. Don't but have to see all that nonsense. Money. Yeah, <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. So unless you're right, and, and your and your bunk, it's like essentially a coffin. Yeah, you know, it's you can't really hang out there too long. You need to stand up for a second and like see see the sun if you don't have a window in your bunk. And uh, it's tough. It's a tough life these musicians lead. Yeah, to entertain you. Well, not me. I'm not some of them. By any of them. Never entertained. No musician entertains you, said. Um, no, there's there's some. <laughs> don't I, I don't need follow ups. All of a sudden, you've got the follow ups. That's right. Two well, on three. Oh, sorry. Rob, Rob's on his best behavior because Jim Florentine oh, yeah, is here. Trying Why? to be impressive. <laughs> he's trying impressive to act from your like fr- a real We're professionals. Yeah, we are. Yeah. What are you talking about? This yeah. is how I always act. <laughs> two on three. Wide nut. It's two on three. Nine four three three six eight eight. We have a we have a call from three one zero area code three ten. Lower your uh, speakers and uh, listen on the computer. Uh, listen on the phone. Uh, hang okay, up. Here, I'll just wait. Hang up on this fuck. Hello, can you hear me? Oh, okay. Yes, please. Uh, lower your computer and. Uh... Can, can you hear me? Hello. <laughs> yes. Oh. Hello. Hello. This, I think this is Joe. We had me? the same problem before. Yeah. Where you would be listening on the stream, which is a few seconds behind. Oh, sorry. Yeah, let me. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Hello. Usually when you make a I phone call. I can't hear call, on my end. That's my problem. You can't hear? I'm muted. Hello? What? Hello? Yes? Can you hear us? Yes? Hello? This is going to be the rest of oh, the show. I want to oh, put her in an endless know. feedback loop here. <laughs> hello? Yes? But you'll hear us saying hello on the replay. <laughs> also. You have me muted. Hello? I don't have you muted. Yes, hello. We hear you. How can we be muted? <laughs> this is like waiting for Godot for idiots. All right, I, I'm over it. All right. Yeah. Sorry, Joe. Leave a voicemail. Yeah, or text <laughs> Rob. Give her your number, Rob. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not going <laughs> to give her my number. Uh, we have 601 on the line. Hopefully 601 can hear us. 601. Over it. Oh, that was loud. <laughs> 601. Hello? Yes, hello? you can hear yes. us. Hello? <laughs> Who is this? 
Area code 601, we are talking to you. Jim, you can see it's we have a great, uh, great audience. <laughs> call. You know, I was thinking maybe I should get phone calls hooked up to my podcast, and now I'm reconsidering. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> now we... I realize, I go, no, I'm not going to go out and buy the equipment. Uh, setup really pays dividends on this show. Holy fuck. 213 that That's the phone number. Uh, Noah, you were in Austin mm-hmm. this I week. Was... Uh, what was the comedy festival that you were in? Uh, for Moon Tower Comedy Festival. Mm-hmm. And I went with the show that I work on at Sirius, You Up with Nikki Glazer. Yeah. And we had a broadcast on 420, which was really cool. And uh, Now, enough about all that. What did you eat? <laughs> a lot of donuts. Oh, you guys went to Voodoo Donut yeah. in, uh, in Austin. They have that in Austin now? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Any barbecue? Or are you um, vegetarian? I am a, like, I'm kind of a vegetarian, right? Uh, she, I had I had bacon this morning because it was my birthday. That wouldn't disqualify you from being yeah. a vegetarian. Yeah. She's a flexitarian. I'm a flexitarian. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is that a thing? Because you got it. The barbecue yeah, sure. in Austin's amazing. I know. There's a couple different places. I was just there. I forget what it was, but... The problem with producing, being a producer is that you just don't really have time to enjoy all the things. So it was like, I either will go to Voodoo Donuts or a barbecue. Like, I have like one opportunity to enjoy stuff. So you chose the donuts. So I chose the donuts. That's not enough food, though. You need some meat. You need some. There's there's bacon donuts. Like how many donuts did you have? I think we got a box of like ten. And you ate all ten. I just want the meat. See, I mean, come on, you're not sampled a bunch. But you know, um, okay, so Roland and I went to Voodoo Donuts, and we're like, okay, let's just do like a sampler box. And um, like the guy at the cash at the cash register, he was so like he just had like no emotion. So I'm just like, you know, like we're just picking donuts like we're rich you know we'll have that one and that one and that one we're just filling up the box and he's like is that it and i go yeah i mean i think we have enough he's like well it's just donuts see that's exactly twelve dollars yeah twelve dollars for ten donuts yeah they were like two bucks each or something like that right like a dollar fifty well then wouldn't that be twenty dollars ten no it was he said twelve dollars damn roland had a group on okay is that how we got the cake? Let's get the Groupon hookup, really. Yeah. Was there a favorite donut? Um, Did you just take like one bite actually, out of each and then I, throw it back I in the really box? I really like the sugar, the powder donut. That's my favorite because it like gets all over and I just eat it like very like unapologetically where it just like gets all over the place. That's great. Is there Especially, a photo? So, so, okay. So we were staying at the A-Loft and we I just like, that is. it's a hotel and we wanted a place to just go, like, like I had work to do, I need internet, and no cafes were open. So we went back to the A-Loft, and we sat outside on the patio, and there's all these, like, people who are, like, dressed up and, like, I don't know, like, ready to go out and party. And we're just, like, sitting there with, with like, our donuts, just eating them, and everyone's like, what are these, like, who are these people? You know, like, all these, like, really? posh-looking assholes. No. Oh. In Austin, I thought Austin was more chill than that. I thought they had, the whole thing was that they weren't judgy and everybody Maybe was weird. Maybe because it was, and, and, you know, like, Jim, have you ever been to Moon Tower? Have you ever been to, like, one of these festivals? No, I haven't done Moon Tower, no. But, no, Austin, you, you got a weird eclectic, eclectic uh, group in Austin. Yeah. It's not all, like, hipsters and, like, you know, it's a whole, you got half, like, rednecks. Yeah. And then you got, true. you know, it's almost like Florida. A lot of bums. A lot of bums. A lot of, like, sleazy strip clubs. It's a little bit oh, of everything. Interesting. The bums make sense. I didn't know about the strip club scene in Austin, but I guess that makes sense, I too. I didn't see any strip clubs. Well, you weren't looking for them, probably. Yeah, oh, that's true. You are just looking for donuts, apparently. 
on uh, on Friday night, uh, they closed down Sixth Street, and there were like girls dancing in windows and stuff. So that was pretty cool, I guess. For the festival, or is this just a thing they do? I I, I don't know. Was it like Elaine Boozler and different com- comedians just in the windows dancing? And a little Carol Leifer in <laughs> one window. Boozler. Maria Bamford, you know, all of them were in the windows dancing. She actually did a full frontal nude scene on the last season of her show, so I wouldn't put it... Maria, Maria Bamford, yeah. It was a bold move. Why do you say that? I don't know, because she's not super young, and oh, to have the self-confidence to do that is impressive. What do you think? Well, I mean... Feedback you know, said. She sort of... I, I'm a big fan of her, so I don't want to be critical, but she sort of had, it looked like a really tall, like, toddler body. What? She had, like, a baby body. It didn't look like a mature woman's body. Are you saying she wasn't well endowed? Is that what you're trying it to just, say? It just, did you, I don't know. It's a sort of. That's part of it, but I don't know. It just, I, I, it didn't feel like I was looking at, like, a wow. woman in her 40s. Okay. It was jarring. Oh, so she was sh- very shaved, I'm guessing? I don't think so. No. So there was pubis? Yeah. That's not what it is. Uh, why would you, baby, why would you assume that she would be Because you said she looks like a toddler. Toddlers no, don't have pubes. I'm just talking about the, the shape. I'm not talking about uh, the I mean, I assume I'm not looking yeah. at naked toddlers. Uh, I don't know. You sounded sort of uh, certain there, Rob. I don't know. Chris Hansen. Why she have a baby rash? What? Now <laughs> you notice? There's like a little bit of like a pot belly and just a flatness and uh-huh. it's just very pasty. It's just like, you know, you, you see a baby out of their diapers just walking around in their parents' living room and it just right. sort of was like Smoking that. Smoking a like cigarette. 5'8". What was the context that she got naked in the she show? She was just like, I think she had just gotten out of the shower or something and she was like in her bedroom. So it added nothing around. to the, it was just, she I think it was just naked. sort of like the, the statement of doing that. Okay. And like maybe shock value. All right. You're right a bit at least. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do I know? Yeah. Um. <laughs> Good show though. Oh yeah. I like that show. Yeah. Lady Dynamite. Check it out. Oh, well, uh, I think momentarily i figured out the the phone issue so it was it was our fault it was our fault yeah last time it was our fault also remember yeah we did something and then it worked yeah just i'm reconnecting the great thing about our phones is if you just turn it off and turn it back on again. Oh, a little just works. Reboot. Yeah, I recant yeah, I uh, my jokes that I made at the expense of the people calling Same. in. I'm a horrible person. It's kind of like the IT department at work where they just tell you to restart. Yeah. Like I asked them to set up a laptop and then they're and it, like it wasn't working and they're like, oh well, because it's a it's it's your new laptop. You have to like restart the computer like at least five times. What? Like, why F- can't you fucking five do that times? They're fucking with I've you. I've never heard that. That's yeah. not true. <laughs> and That's they're ridiculous. probably like on the security camera watching you just keep rebooting and laughing. Because, yeah. Prob- I mean, it's definitely. What else are they doing, right? Mm-hmm. Not fixing IT problems. All right. Well, I think we got it working. Let's try it again. 213-WIDE-NUT. 213-943-3688. Area code 601. Do you hear us on the phone? Oh, yeah. I hear you all. All right. What's up? What's your name? Where are you from? Oh, this is Casey. I'm from Mississippi. What's up, Casey? You don't have a Mississippi accent. Uh, not much. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Mm, long-time, first-time. We love those. Just, uh, trying to trying to get the strength to go to the library and figure I'd call y'all first and see how y'all are doing. Nice. Why do you need strength to go to the library? Do you just hate books? And this is like is there weights there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta write three papers. Oh. And I I don't want to. Oh, that's understandable. What are the papers so, of? 
uh, Nationalism in East Asia, a paper in Italian, and then a paper on anthropology, and I don't even know what this Wow, oh, do we lose him? Uh, I think he's still there. We just dropped that. Fascinating discussion. Oh, there he is. No, All right. Well, did you have something you wanted to ask about, or did you just want to listen in and, and have us motivate you to go uh, to the library? A little mixture of both. Uh, wanted to wish Noah a happy birthday. Nice. Thank you. And uh, it was always on my bucket list to call y'all. Oh. You've oh. gotten me through many long car ride, and I appreciate it. Oh, well, thank you. We appreciate you appreciating us. So now that you've checked this off the bucket list, what's next? Is it just suicide now, or do you have other <laughs> things on the list? Uh, we'll see how the rest of the semester goes. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. How long have you been listening? When did All you start? Right. Uh, I've been listening since uh, September. The first time I listened was the episode about uh, the guy from Decapitated. Oh. And, uh, yeah, I was hooked then. All right. Well, decapitated yeah. rape convo hooks you into the live cast. What ended up happening with that? Uh, the case got dropped. Uh, there wasn't enough evidence, so either the woman didn't want to testify, or or something, or you know, like the evidence was found to be bullshit, insufficient. But insufficient, yeah. So, who who can tell? Is the band still together? What's, what's yeah, the... yeah? They they started playing shows in Poland. They're not. They haven't booked anything in the U.S. yet. It's probably yeah. They kept be. them in jail for a while too. Yeah, they were in they there for at least out. a yeah. month. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, then oh, they were held for a little longer while the case was being investigated. What were you gonna say? Casey, they should probably not come back. They should probably not come back. Give probably it a few stay years, in probably. Poland. Yeah, they should probably just stay in Poland. I mean, I don't think they want to come back. Yeah, they, they might not even want to. A bad taste in their mouth. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. They they should probably just stay where their fan base is at. Did you just say no that it left them with a bad taste in their mouth? It's bad enough the woman got assaulted. Now you got to criticize her flavor. Alleg on, First no of all, allegedly she got assaulted. We don't know. I mean, they yeah, got let enough. go, right? And the justice system works. <laughs> <laughs> Good, nice. All right, Casey, nice. we're gonna keep keep it moving. <laughs> Good luck at the library. All right. Well, y'all take care. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Three, one, zero. We're going to try again, and I'd like to apologize to you personally. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Hello? <laughs> yes, finally. Oh, thank God. It's me, the edgelordist. Um, hello, edgelordist. Oh. Say hello to Jim huh? Florentine. Hello, Jim Florentine. Oh. Hi, stranger. Hi. <laughs> So how's it going? What what are you calling about? Um, I wanted to wish Noah a happy birthday. Uh, this is also my first time calling in. Um, Thank you. This is special to me. <laughs> You're special. So thank you for calling in and wishing me a happy birthday. And showing Jim Florentine yeah. that our phones work. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first time everyone's calling in because it's the first time the phones have worked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's uh, like, like a backlog call, of calls. Like, uh huh. Mm -hmm. We forgive you. There's a bunch of people on hold that want to comment on our 2010 show that we did. <laughs> <laughs> They're just getting August. <laughs> Joe, uh, 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 Edgelordis, were you the one on our Facebook who thought for a second that Noah was actually 56 years old? <laughs> or you were confused if she was? And the phones don't work again. No. She's gone. Fun oh. while it lasted. All right. We'll keep it moving. 
Uh, we got 330. Area code 330. You're on That's, the live. Uh, Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland. You're on the live cast. Hello. Hello. Hey, this is um, Zach from Ohio. Zach from Ohio. What's up, Zach? Hello, Rob. How you doing? Good. This isn't Zach Beats, is it? Um, no, this is um, Zach Jira, J-I-R-A. Okay, I didn't need the spelling. But social? Okay. Last four digits of the social. <laughs> so yeah, I saw Jim Florentine was on there, and I'm like, hey, I better call in, because I was at his um, comedy show at the Funny Stop a month ago. Hey, remember that? When yeah, you, do you remember that? Show? Did you talk to Zach at the comedy show? I probably did after the show, if he's a metalhead. <laughs> yeah. So, How did what you- concert shirt were you wearing? Maiden or Priest? <laughs> <laughs> Or Lamb of God. Or Slayer. Slayer, like yeah. Pan- a Pantera. Zach. Hello. Okay. Zach, have we well, lost yeah, here. Yeah, what, what shirt were you wearing when you when you went to see Jim? It was like, I was wearing it was like a blue, like kind of like a nice blue shirt. And then I was wearing a hoodie in it. Remember the nice blue shirt at your shirt? What kind of shoes? <laughs> I kind of remember you. You had nice eyes, right? <laughs> it, it's, it's okay, yeah. Good I called also, I wanted to wish Noah happy birthday. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> Mouthful of cake. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> yeah, I've been listening to the podcast for almost two years. I think one of the first episodes I remember listening to was when you guys were talking about the real queen of vagina. Oh, oh yes, oh, the God. legendary queen of vagina. Yes. Do you have any new tracks out? We haven't touched base with her in some time. <laughs> we'll, we'll check in. She must have something. All right. Well, some... I do have a oh. question for um, Jim. Oh, okay. okay, what's up? I had one too, but fine. <laughs> All right, so like one of your podcasts was like you were talking about um, you were talking about like really bad repetitive quotes, like it is what it is. Yeah. What do you think of the quote shit happens? Are you sick of that quote? Yeah, you know what? That That's an old school one. That's been around for a long time. Yeah, shit I, happens. I feel like I don't hear that as much anymore. Yeah, that's kind of like, you know, that dude that, you know, works in the office from your hometown. You go back there to visit your parents. Hey, how's it going? Hey, you know, shit happened. Yeah. You know, yeah, I got a yeah. DWI a couple months ago. <laughs> shit happens. <laughs> what are you going to do? You know, you made that shit happen. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, my wife fucking... left me. I got a I feel like, You know, shit happens. I feel like that's been replaced by the shrugging emoji. Now people just <laughs> oh, do that instead. Yeah. Like nobody says shit happens anymore. Yeah, didn't, that, that one that didn't bother me that much back in the day. But whenever someone said that, you knew it was just like, oh, you know, yeah. this shit happens. It is what it is. Ticks me off too as well. Because like, what is that? What? What is it? What is it? At like, the end <laughs> of the day, it is what it is. <laughs> they throw them on together, and then you're like, okay, so now what? You're right. At the end of the day, it is. At the end of the day, it is what it is. In the middle of the day, it might not be yeah, what it is. but in the morning, right. it's different. It might be something else. You don't know else. what it is yet in the morning. You just got up. Yeah, I know. And you realize as the day goes on that it is what it is. Around 4 o'clock, it's getting towards being what it is. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you for your call. Not for nothing. Thank you. Hey, sorry I didn't remember what shirt you wore. <laughs> he that didn't night. Even it was blue. It was nice. Yeah. Wait, Shit wait. happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I have a question. Oh, he's still here. Uh, f- what's his name? His name is Jack. No, Zach. 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 Zach uh, how many times did you see Jim Florentine uh, in April? Or March. Or Mar- March. One. No. Start it. 
We're done yeah, with that's it. Yeah, we're done. I have to explain the gym what they want. The one when people say one, we just hang up on them. Yeah, so I just tried to trick them, but well, he knew oh, it. James Hetfield saying goodbye and dropped it. <laughs> Extended dance mix. Yeah. Uh, so you also recently put out a book, a memoir. Well, it's more like a little memoir than a lot of rants. Basically based off my podcast. Oh, a that- little bit of everything, yeah. Oh, really? So did you like collect stories? It's, it's called Everybody's Awful. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what? Were you so, telling him or asking him? No, I was. I was telling you. I was pretty confident about it, and then you gave me a look, and I was like, "Wait, did I forget it?" No, no, I didn't. Did I give you a look? <laughs> Sorry. He's just trying to charm me. How are his hands now? I was actually going to say you have very nice hands, yeah. but they're not rough because I just lift a microphone. So there's no there, there's, there's, no, no, calluses. They're like, they're there's no calluses or anything though. You keep them clean though. There's no dirt under your, you know, your nails. I do chop some wood and I got a fireplace and stuff like that. But oh. there, yeah, there's really yeah, that's no. Good. That's but good. there's no. They're really smooth. Bearskin rug in front of that fireplace. It's almost like I don't do anything. <laughs> like I don't work. So I know, but you have like the potential to have good working hands. That's, yeah, cause when I did physical good. labor, I did. I can I change you. She's yeah. got an IKEA bookshelf she needs put together. Maybe I, I don't know family. how to put shit together. I don't. So well, no, you know, you you. You just uh, go to handy.com and uh, bring someone over to do it. That's handy? It. Oh. What are you talking been, about, Rob? I was there last night. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like... <laughs> no one misunderstood what handy was. She was calling... She thought different, it was a dating kind of handy. different kind of handy. <laughs> no one's going to date Jim and wait till he falls asleep and smashes fucking fingers with a meat mallet. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, we'll change you. Cheese grater. <laughs> I can get cal- I can work some calluses up in a few days. <laughs> Do you play guitar? No. Can you play guitar? No. <laughs> no nope. answer. Did you ever attempt to play guitar or any instrument? Yeah, but I was a lefty and nobody could teach me. Mm. All my friends were righties growing up, and they were like, I don't, you know, flipped a guitar around. I couldn't do anything righty, so yeah, it just didn't work. I don't have the ear for music either. Same, you know. So that's why I write about it. Yeah. <laughs> Works out. Works out very nice. That's why he doesn't listen to metal. Yeah. Oh, okay. Do we have another 818 call or is this the same 818 call? 818. You're on the live cast. Hello. Oh, I know what they're doing. What are they doing? I don't get it. I don't know. I have to hear it again. Sounded like typing. Hello, 818. Hello? Yes. Jesus Christ. Hey, what's up, guys? It's so me, Godstomper. Hey, oh, it's Godstomper. Okay, okay, what's up? Just so everyone knows, this is the gentleman who walloped Rob in oh, a shrimp eating contest. We had a shrimp eating contest. He yeah. won because he ate the shells, which is yeah. gross. <laughs> every, every phone call feels like a butt dial. Yeah. <laughs> like it's two minutes of just like these noises and like, oh. You know, oh, shit, I'm on. You, know, you hear some other conversation. <laughs> he's talking to his friend. It's been <laughs> all of our shows for 10 years, dude. All yeah, of our calls. we're used to it. It's live, yeah, baby. Right. I love it. At the, end the, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. What are you do? Look, shit happens. If the, you know, sometimes the phones don't work. They gave it 110 percent on the yeah. call. It just yeah. didn't work. Out. Yeah. What are you gonna do? They <laughs> left it all on the phone. <laughs> Noah will edit this though after the show, correct? No, I won't. Okay. <laughs> so what's up, God Stomper? Warts and all, it stays. God. I just wanted to wish uh, Noah happy birthday, like everyone else. Happy birthday, Noah. Thank you. That's it. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
a long time ago, I think it was like a month or so that I left the voicemail. I haven't, haven't been uh, calling or leaving voicemail. But uh, you guys, uh, you guys didn't know what Boa meant. Remember when I when I challenged Noah to a jitsu match and I said Noah Boa, Noah Boa. Oh, okay, yeah. What does it mean? Yeah, uh, I I rather tell you because if you ask a Brazilian, they they're gonna they're gonna tell you that it means pussy or or fuck or something. But I, I would just well, it does mean fuck, but not pussy. So you're challenging me to fuck off? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 it's because I turned into a jitsu match and I, I, I kept saying Noah, Poa, Noah, because I went with it. Cause, you know, Cause it's oh, it's because I'm going to fuck you up, right? <laughs> what? Because I'm going to fuck you up. Jesus. Oh, my oh God. Oh, fuck me up? No, no, I don't think so. Oh. Well, listen, all I'm going to say is Rob thought he was going to fuck this guy up in a shrimp yeah. eating contest, yeah. and it didn't work out so good, so. Yeah, he's going to cheat somehow now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's gonna but give you a low blow. So he's, he's, uh, he challenged me to a Brazilian jiu-jitsu match. Right. And, like, he, do you train jiu-jitsu? Uh, no, nah, I used to, so I'm pretty All sure right. you'll fuck me up. But uh, I used to All I used right. to do 10 times jiu-jitsu. He just wants to rub up against you for, like, 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to, like, hump my leg. No, 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 no. No, but I, I was actually... Uh, I can't do that challenge because my wife said that, hey, you know, <laughs> she's pretty hot and I don't want you rolling with her. I was like, it's just rolling, you know, but I, I got to respect that. I'm sorry right. now. What a fine. great husband. That's fine. <laughs> Listen, so that's uh, very, Rob uh, Stomper, uh, what kind of uh, <laughs> what kind of hands do you got? Yeah, she's curious. <laughs> what are your hands? What kind of, hands? Hand? How, kind of callous? Scale of one to ten. How rough are your hands? Uh, like uh, an eight. Oh. oh my hands are calloused up. We know he he doesn't peel shells though he doesn't do that so that might be why. So he doesn't have dirt under yeah, his fingernails. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, well, well uh, Godsopper, how many shrimp eating contests did you beat me in? <laughs> they, they, Darren already said that one. You gotta you gotta tell me something else. <laughs> okay. Well, he said one. What is in the that total episode? amount of shrimp eating contests you will ever beat me in? I'd say one. <laughs> All right, I'm, I hung up on it. Uh, Edge Lordess, she actually uh, wrote in the chat. We also have a chat going. This really? Is, well, this is very te- technological. High class operation. Uh, in the chat, since she couldn't get her question out, uh, you guys she, got email too. We do. Yeah. Wow. Hate mail at metalinjection.net is how you can. Uh, yes, and you can leave a voice about any way you want to interact with us. We will accept it. Telegram, except for Telegram, where no analog we interactions. Play VHS clip sometimes. <laughs> got all of it. Uh, so Edge Lordis asks, so I moved to New York City a couple of months ago, and I went to my first concert out here, Camelot. Oh, oh goodness. And my question is... Do you know the band Camelot? Yeah. Jim? Nice. Are mosh pits generally nicer here, or is it just that Camelot, or is it just the Camelot fan base? Camelot fan base. Because LA mosh pits are not this chill. I would agree with Noah. I think it's just because it was a power metal show. Yeah, it depends on the show. If you go to a hardcore show, it is the douchiest dudes in the pit. Yeah, or go to a Hatebreed show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm going to go see them Thursday to play in Hatebreed and Kill Switch. And where are you going to stand for that? I usually, I don't go in a pit. But where do you like to watch concerts from? Like, do you have, like, a specific section or just, like, uh, Outside the pit, usually, like, by around by the soundboard. Oh, I won't cool. go up too close because yeah. it's too packed. Well, that, then I'm going to get hit in the head, you know. Yeah. I'm with you. People that's... crowd surfing. I don't want to get, you know, a boot in the head <laughs> from behind. <laughs> Standing by the soundboard, that's like the sweet spot because then you're you're getting the mix like the sound guy is. So that's yeah. like the best place. So I try to hang around there. 
Yeah, I agree. And the, and you know, the moshers don't want to go by the sound because there's the barricade and yeah. their poor hands might get hurt while, while they're like, you know, throwing fists. And it's then also- Noah will fall in love with them. <laughs> well, if they only knew <laughs> at the scouting department. But also it's not close enough to the stage for them. They want the chance of being noticed by the band or getting on stage and then doing a stage dive. That was, here's old Camelot. Oh, I got all going just so Band with the politest mosh pit. Was yep. this at Gramercy or BB King's? I feel like those are the only two options for where the show could have been. Well, BB King's is closing. Yeah, is I believe it, it was at oh, Urban. Yeah. yeah, it's closing this weekend. I didn't know that. But they haven't had metal shows there in forever. They like, actually had Buckethead. I saw Buckethead. Yeah, they've done some. Yeah, but uh, really, it's why is what what's going on? A hotel or something? Uh, they're just saying they can't afford the rent anymore. But somebody told me that the owner has actually already opened up a new club around the block, like Sony Hall or something like that. Oh yeah, there is a new venue. Yeah, yeah, I, I haven't been there, but I heard about it. So they're saying like, oh, they're just going to focus on that. That but- wasn't a great place to see a show anyway. The sound sounded like shit there. Usually, they sometimes they had tables on the on the dance floor. Yeah, the on whole, the floor yeah. there in the front, which was ridiculous. It just yeah, it wasn't conducive to like aggressive music. It was conducive for like a jazz show or like a yeah. sit down gospel thing, yeah. which they do. I'd go to like a punk rock show there, and then you go to the bathroom, and there's like a bathroom attendant. And that's just in the not, ti- it's the yeah. tiniest bathroom it's though so too. There's weird. no room just, for the attendant in you by the sink. Give that guy the night off when it's <laughs> anti-flag headlining. That's just not the right. I always feel so bad for that person because it's like <sighs> this is their living and like he's not getting tipped at these shows. Yeah, and you're but yeah, it's like these people don't have the type of you know money to just yeah. be throwing around singles every time you hand them a paper towel. Yeah. and these are the type of people who don't even wash their hands. Yeah, yeah that, that, that too. They go right back out in the yeah. pit. They're like, I, not, yeah. I don't want to miss a song. Exactly. You're just encouraging people not to wash their hands. I never do yeah. when yeah. it's a bathroom attendant. Like, I don't feel like giving this guy money. Yeah. Right. Well, one thing I read, there was a Reddit thread uh, about like a bathroom attendant and they were like, I ne- well, this particular person was like, I never expect money. It's my job to just hand you the paper towel. So it's like, if you don't give me money, I don't give a fuck. You don't have to make a big deal about it, but just don't be weird about it. So maybe they don't care that they don't get a dollar, but that's evil. I can't well, put imagine. the tip jar away then. Stop yeah. intimidating me. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I think it's okay if you don't take the towel. If you don't refuse the towel and refuse service, it's okay. If you take the towel, you should give them a fucking. But towel. hold on one second. How if you don't take the towel, you have wet hands. You need a well, paper towel. There it's some, not like there's an yeah, option to jeans. not. There's no way for you to reach and take the towel. Is what I'm saying. What if the paper towels is. Like in a basket Behi- that they're holding. Yeah, it's like behind the attendant. You're Are you saying reach- you're, he's running interference, so he, yeah. you have to yes. take the towel? Yes. Yeah, he's always got the towel out as you're washing your hands, yeah, so he's you, like, you don't even have a chance yeah. to go uh, get it on your sometimes own. Sometimes they have the soap, too. You can't even have the soap. You know what? Like- he's a working man. You know what I mean? Uh, he needs the dollar that big. Give him a fucking dollar. You know what I mean? Be, okay. I, Be nice. I am not calling out that guy. That guy's just trying to do his job. He's smelling I'm- people's shits and farts all oh, night. Oh, my God. Oh, that no, poor guy. That's the worst job. I'm calling out the venue. For even placing a person, like what? Why is this needed? For whom? It's such a okay. feels like such a weird old school thing. But that venue yeah. was the shit shits. I think not also the shit. <laughs> like the purpose of having the bathroom attendant is that like like the the bathroom is maintained. Like if a toilet overflows or if someone doesn't flush, like they flush the toilet. Or or to avoid allowing people to go into the and stalls and do cocaine or, or sex. Or yeah. Sex, yeah. Uh, do sex, but uh, do do the sex. But I went to see uh, Buckethead, which was he, Buckethead was amazing. Like I absolutely recommend if you have a free night, Buckethead's coming to town. He's going to play for two hours, blow your mind. Uh, the venue was awful, BB Kings. There's so many things wrong about it. Uh, a tap beer 
was $12. It wasn't even a pint glass. It was like a 12-ounce glass. Uh, and it was flat beer. So it's like, you're overcharging me for this beer. It could at least be a decent beer. No. no. Uh, super hot. Like, there was air conditioning. Like, why, why, how do you have not, not have your air conditioning figured out? And just, I never liked the layout of it. It was a long layout. It was like a wide layout as opposed to a long layout. Mm-hmm. And there's a wide stage. So you're always looking at a weird angle and ugh. I don't mind that as much because you're. It's somehow I feel like if I'm off to the side, I'm closer than if I'm further back. Mm. Even if it's the same actual distance, somehow it doesn't feel as far away to me. I, yeah. I don't mind the wide. I was never crazy about the sound there, though. Yeah, the, no. and the sound, yeah, the sound always, always. And they never crank it either. It's always yeah. really low too. Like they're gonna you know, right. offend some neighbors. Yeah, yeah. The like cold stone creamery next door might be upset. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, yeah they, they treat every show as if it's like a jazz night. Yep. They don't like adjust for the different yeah. audience or that's, genre of music. So, that's someone brought that up to me. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, this is just really just a jazz club. Well, why are you booking metal? Like, don't book the metal show if you can't handle. Sometimes you just got to open nights DBs. in the schedule. You want to have a show. Well, not anymore. Yeah. Well, now Good riddance, I say. Yeah. Good riddance. I don't like to celebrate venues closing, but I'm glad that one closed. That's fair. Where are all the three dog night cover bands going to play now? Though? <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad. They're all out of work. They have no more ceilings to knock on three times. It's all right. It's all right. They can yeah. just play across the street in the Lion's Heart bar or whatever. Sometimes they have bands play out in the street. Is that a thing? I don't. I thought there was like a AMC movie theater across the street or something, yeah. or like an Old Navy. Here? Over there. In Bay Ridge? Oh, you mean here? Oh, I thought you meant across the yeah, street B. from BB King. King's. Oh, I'm no, all no. confused. Here. Some dude in NYC in the chat says, is it me or was the only good venue in New York City Roseland? No. It's bullshit no. that that one closed and Terminal 5 exists. The sound at Roseland was also almost always horrible. Yes. Yeah, Roseland wasn't a great venue either. No. It just uh, got good shows by default. It got good shows because it was a good venue for like those in-between bands that couldn't quite fill an arena yeah. yet but could do like a six, 7,000 person. Irving Plaza better than Roseland. Yes. Yeah. Irving Plaza, I think, yeah. is, is the... Mary Ballroom. Uh, Bowery's pretty good, too. I like Irving because it's like okay. the sound is most likely going to be good because yeah. it's a Live Nation venue. They have their shit together. The beer will be $12, but it'll be like fresh beer that they mm. just brought in, at least. Uh, I like Irving. I like I like all the Live Nation venues, which is kind of weird. Oh, Webster Hall. It's it's closed. It's uh, AEG bought it, and now yeah, they're going to just win it. Oh, I loved Webster Hall. Webster Hall is my favorite place because it was like the closest to an independent venue in terms of how it operated. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Jim? What are your favorite spots to see shows? Uh, Bowery Ballroom's not bad. They got that high stage, which is good. So yeah. you don't have to worry about a guy taller or a big head in front of you. I'm sorry, so you could see. <laughs> <laughs> Robert resembles them both. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, Roseland. I was never a big fan of. It yeah. just it was real flat, and it was a small stage. It wasn't hot, that high, so it was tough to see the band if you were in the back. Mm-hmm. I saw Rage Against the Machine there like three times. Mm-hmm. That was fucking insane. Yeah. The whole place, like you had yeah. to go to inside the bathroom not to be in the mosh pit. Yeah, right. Yeah, That's there's those shows where like the floor is shaking. Like, yeah, you just feel it's like an earthquake. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hate Term- Terminal Five is my least favorite venue. I will avoid shows there yeah. unless it's a absolute I, must have. I left Mastodon because I ate a pot brownie and I didn't realize how strong it was. going to Definitely be. the fault of the venue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, fuck you, Terminal assaulted. Five. <laughs> the thing is, is that like they keep the venue so hot that I was. So because I was so stoned, it like amplified how like like sweaty I was. And I was like, I need to leave. 
Do you think that's a venue technique to get you to buy more overpriced water? Yes. Probably. And it's also, if you don't run the AC, that saves money on the electric bill. Yeah, that might be illegal, though. I'm sure they know who to pay off. And it's somehow mm. like the calculation works where it's cheaper to bribe the guy than to have the AC on. Mm. Probably. Mm. Also, yeah. I haven't been to the new Starline. I heard that. It's been a real for a, a while. Starline? Oh, yeah. Because well, it yeah, got it's flooded, not, right? It's not that much different. Oh, yeah. It's no. about the same. But, uh, yeah. They just I don't, took I just, the mold out. Yeah, basically. I gotcha. I gotcha. People were, some people were telling me, I was like, oh, it's so great. It's like a totally different venue. I guess they were lying to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know which venue I really like? Um, it's on Long Island. It's like relatively new. The Paramount? Uh, the Paramount. Yes. Yeah, that's a great venue. It's just it's too far. It's a long Have Island. you been there? No, I haven't been there. Oh, it's Most of the same bands will play Starland, so I'll see them there instead of Paramount. Right. Yeah, that's when they avoid the major city show. They do the secondary market, so they do the Paramount and the Starland. Hmm. Make you drive. Because I got a big tour in about seven months that has a mile restriction. It's the business, folks. Explain what a mile restriction is. Well, when you have a big tour coming up uh, and you're like opening for a band, they put restrictions on how close you can play to the city where the shows are within a certain time frame hmm. to uh, avoid competition. Like people are like, oh, well, why do I have to go pay 60 bucks to see Lamb of God open for Slayer when I can pay 40 bucks to see Lamb of God headline two months earlier or something like that. So they want to avoid that. So now what about if the show's already sold out? Can you then add whatever date you want around that because the show's already sold out so it won't detract? Uh, that's a good question. I guess that depends on how the contract is written, but I would assume that's possible. Get your lawyer you on you do see, ba- that's why bands announce like secret shows mm-hmm. the day of because the show's already happened yeah. or whatever. But I've never heard it like that, so I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to talk. We'll have to talk to some uh, booking agents. Sure. Get a beyond the band segment going. Thank you. Make, <laughs> make note for next week. Uh, let's talk about some metal news. Oh. Uh, on this show. Well, uh, uh, rock news. So somebody died in Seattle. A woman named Susan or Susan. Oh, yeah. Suzanne actually, and uh, in her will. She left the local alternative rock radio station, 90.3 KEXP, a $10 million donation. Because that's how much she liked her alternative rock radio. Damn. And the radio station manager obviously floored. And uh, she said uh, she was shocked and started crying. Uh, the thought that she would do this is mind-blowing to me. How much money did, was it? $10 million. That's $1.75 million for every different song they play. <laughs> <laughs> Does it count as a different song if it's still by Alice in Chains? <laughs> no. No. It's okay, though. You can play all the Alice in Chains songs. Yeah, that's a good repetitive yeah. song. Uh, my, where my mind went to this uh, immediately was like, hey, you can give this like a charity or something? <laughs> Well, you know, like radio so many... stations are basically charity. <laughs> it's basically yeah. giving it a charity. <laughs> I wonder what they're going to do with that. Like, what what could they possibly do with the money? Build a bigger station? They don't really need that. Right. Yeah. More advertising. 
hopefully give their employees bonuses or yeah, that's you know. what they should do. Yeah, like yeah, maybe she should have left it to the employees of the radio <laughs> yeah. station. Not and basically, what's going to happen is like whoever owns that radio station, which yeah. is probably like a larger conglomerate, like. They're just going to pocket that it's money. a new yacht for somebody. Well, didn't the Post say something about they have, like, these different music programs and stuff that they run? They're going to put it towards? Or was that a separate donation she also made? Okay, so it says the bulk of the money will be stashed away in a long-time reserve to benefit local education programs based around music, services for emerging artists, and outreach activities. Okay, so I think yeah. that's a good, good way to spend the money. Give back to the community. I think that's okay. I take it back. Yeah. I take it back, Sid. See what happens the, when you read the posts on Metal Injection, not just the headlines. Weird. <laughs> there was actually a mistake in that story. She, uh, at the end of her life, right on her deathbed, she changed her mind and changed it. She donated everything to Roland's food court. Oh, no! Oh, nice. <laughs> I don't even know. If someone donated $10 million to Metal Injection, mm-hmm. would you it quit? would be the end of Metal Injection. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We're like, all right, well... <laughs> That's it. That's a wrap. Her plan backfired. (laughs) Little did she know. I mean, I guess it would be enough to like hire other people so I didn't have to do metal injection. Well, you don't have to do it now. It's my job. I wouldn't have a job. I'd have to get another job. Yeah. You know what you could do with it? You can... You can hire like full time employees to crack open sunflower seeds and feed you them. No, I like cracking open my own sunflower seeds. That's how he gets those kind of hands that he likes. <laughs> yeah. oh, no. look, look at these sunflower hands. <laughs> look, at the end of the day, that's what <laughs> at the end of the day, you got to eat some sunflower seeds. That's all. <clears throat> uh, so there was that. Uh, then the mayor of Albuquerque, uh, New Mexico, Democrat Tim Keller, a noted metalhead. It's pretty cool. Uh, he's been... Uh, coming out to metal shows and introducing bands before, like he, he's not the type of metalhead that's like a in the closet metalhead. Uh, he's all about it, and he believes in the power of heavy metal. And he uh, recently introduced Anthrax. Oh, I played cool. this clip a little too too early, but yeah, let's hear, let's hear this. He's really found the key to uh, political pandering. He's going after Anthrax now. Big bump in the polls. I'm into it. Not as much of a pop for that. All right, just put the fucking band on already. Fuck. Some lady in the audience handed him a baby to kiss while he was doing <laughs> Four scored seven years ago, Anthrax wrote that song about the stand by Stephen King. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what? 
What is with anthrax and like politicians pumping? Like every time there was that other one when they went to the, the Bronx Yan- Yankee Stadium. Yeah, the Bronx Borough President came. was like, "Oh, anthrax will be playing at the Great Yankee Stadium," and he just went off for like a half a minute on the or a half an hour on the fucking. It uh, was Anthrax Day in the Bronx. Yeah, yeah it was, but it wasn't just. It's not just anthrax. He, he introduced trivium a few weeks ago. This guy comes out oh, to all this the, guy. This mayor, yeah, Tim Keller. He just wants free tickets to shows. <laughs> yeah. Is he a young guy? Oh, relatively, yeah. He looks like he's in his 30s or 40s. That was a good intro. Yeah. He knew how to yeah. get him going. Right. Yeah. And uh, I like that he, he's trying to, uh, like, he's using it as a, as a platform to get the youth to vote. Because yeah. uh, okay. all they, the kids are going to the Anthrax show in Albuquerque. <laughs> sure. it's, it's all the 18-year-olds sure. and the new voters. Right after the Overkill concert. <laughs> Like, Nothing wrong with those bands. You're just saying the kids aren't. Oh no, yeah, right. Yeah, no. they're oh, I, I their parents. Their parents bring them. Their parents bring them. I have the, the same the- relationship with Anthrax that I have with Megadeth. Like I love the music and the actual. Like every time they say something in the media, like I tune right out. Like they annoy the shit out of me. But the I can't. Like it's not enough to turn me off the music that I grew up with. I still. Love well, it. What did Anthrax say? The, the- Wasn't he the, uh, Scotty? And didn't he say some like uh, like weird like pro Trump shit or something? I can't really. You, you would know better than I would. But what do you see? I don't remember. I, I don't know if he was pro. He might have just been like, oh, we got to give him a chance. Might have been one of those. Has Scotty and been on The Apprentice. Is that what's going on? Here? <laughs> <laughs> He's got the Trump connection from back in the day. I'm looking up, but That's no, not that, I might be wrong. Yeah, but no, this Tim Keller guy is a good dude. He's 40. Okay. Uh, and what's interesting is the guy who he replaced as mayor, he tried to shut down all ages shows in Albuquerque because he thought it was leading to like underage drinking and you know like all that conservative same same thing about like why shows are bad whereas this guy was like no 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 we need more shows this is what yeah, gets kids off the streets and gets them you know like doing some cool stuff and uh, so I think that's pretty cool so Tim Keller you got my vote thumbs up can't uh, vote for someone in Ohio Ohio you've what got my endorsement Albuquerque Ohio yes. Yes. Albuquerque Ohio yeah. noted in the great Southern. Yankee Stadium yeah uh, there's a really good write up about him in the New York Times and it's pretty cool uh, he cites the uh I started reading that and I was like, I can't read all of this. Why are New York Times articles so long? <laughs> That's the same thing you did with, in version. class when yeah. they, they told you where Albuquerque was. <laughs> I can't I can't remember this. TLDR. It's in New Mexico. I know where Albuquerque is. Right, yeah, I was just very excited that the New York Times article name dropped Ian Christie's book, Sound of the Beast, The Complete Headbanging History of Heavy Metal. Oh, nice. nice. I thought that was very cool. Ian, Ian Christie deserves all the shout outs. He's been on this As show. does Richard Christie. Sure. Spelled differently. He's been on the show. Doug Christie of the Sacramento Kings in the 90s. Does he get a shout out? He's a good all around no. glue guy kind of player. <laughs> Doesn't look like it's a. What? He's not getting a shout out. I'm just thinking Rob's of other Christies. Totally. Well, Chris Christie. No, no, he does not get a shout out. That'd be the first one I'd think of. He's at uh, the, the Fall of concerts. <laughs> Chris Christie. I remember he fell asleep at that Springsteen concert. I took yes. a picture of him. Right, Roland, weren't you next to him? Oh, oh Roland took the picture. Oh, my God. That's right. He took the pictures. That's great. Right, yeah. You, got, you caught some shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, like, went yeah. viral, and, like, Roland had to, like, excommunicate himself. Right. Oh. Right, he, he knew it was you when you... He said, hey, Joker, I know it's you. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you were, you were never allowed over the George Washington Bridge again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His fat ass blocked it. <laughs> 
<laughs> but the Springsteen people, did they get annoyed? Like Bruce, they thought it was funny. That's why my job was. Oh, funny. they thought it was funny. Yeah, he thought it was great. Yeah, yeah, because he's uh, Springsteen's definitely not a Christie fan. Yeah, no, but after that though, right, it ruined his relationship with Bruce. <laughs> really? That yeah, is amazing. Yeah. So I got. That I got. Why? Because Bruce was mad that Christy fell asleep? Well, that was during Rocky Mountain, during his speech from the heart, like, help, like, he talks about hope, faith, right. yeah. and he fell asleep. But then he had four <laughs> press conferences for that one picture. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah. and so, and then, uh, what an incident you created. Good Morning America called me a democratic radical. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wait, who did this? Good Morning America. Good Morning. And then Brian Williams wanted me to be a guest, but I wasn't allowed to. Because he said you're a Democrat, come out and uh, face music. But I was so scared. Everybody was calling me. Uh, Roland's like, like but I never voted because I always ate. <laughs> you're like Stokely Carmichael. Are you registered as a Democrat? No, I never I haven't registered. You're not even registered <laughs> to vote. <laughs> I, I want to do jury duty. Yeah, so I want to do jury duty. Every time I move, I never do the change of address. <laughs> I see. Wow. So that's why I go, I can't. I'm not registered to vote. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious. Just what, a, what an inspirational tale of a yeah. great American. I took yeah. the picture two weeks later. It went global. Like, and also, if you think about it, those four press conferences, think about all the taxpayer money. Yeah. Well, he that, said, that, that joker, I know where he's at. I know where he were. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> and then his wife came on to defend him on the second one and said, well, you were sleepy, honey. <laughs> and then it changed. So, yeah, I was scared. Yeah, like, why is it your fault that you documented him falling uh, asleep in a yeah. public place? Yeah, yeah. well, because they, they say you're supposed to take flash pictures. It's a section because all celebrities, like Seinfeld was there and everybody. So Mike Francis in there sleep? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I just I just took it and ran away and hit sand. That was hilarious. Thought yes, nothing it was. of it until two weeks later. I got, like, probably 50 text messages yeah. to oh wake God. up, turn on the news. And then at the time it was ONA. I turn on the news radio. They go, Roland's on the news. <laughs> and then I started sweating nonstop for three weeks. <laughs> Just trying to picture that fucking like, concert and Bruce Springsteen is doing his spiel. Like, you know, yeah. the hardworking people. Eh? And yeah. his fat fucking manatees snoring in the audience. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you know he didn't want Christy to have, but he's like, all right, let me hook him up. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he runs Jersey. He goes, but at least I want him to hear a speech. Maybe I can get through to him. And yeah. he's out cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his, yeah. His, his, his reason was he closed his eyes. He feel the music. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's say I found the press conference where oh he talked he'd never fall asleep it just shows you like the level of intrusiveness now into my life okay? yeah Roland I mean it's some joker taking pictures of me at Madison Square Garden I'll tell you exactly what happened um, I was sitting there uh, where's Deborah Gold Gramiccioni he was just about to say the C she was, word there I think Gold in the hallway where's Gramiccioni get over here come here get up here Jesus. come on Deborah. Real nice. I don't want you to take my word for it. Deborah, get on up here. All the way up, Deborah. Oh. Fuck up here, Deborah. Up. Oh, you know my policy. <laughs> what the hell's Deborah? Deborah? Now, Deborah and I were at the concert together at Madison Square Garden. She yes. is mortified. Yes, I was. Did at any time. This is, this is you know, we were I was awake. together, so we're used to doing this. At any time, Deborah, during the show, did I fall asleep? Absolutely not. Thank you. Um, Roland's having like a flashback. What the fuck right is she going to say? Of course yeah, she's... also, yeah, like what? Okay, this person, there's photographic evidence. This person I just yelled and screamed at and berated to come up here so she doesn't lose her job. Did I fall asleep yeah. now? No, you didn't. Oh, great. See, there you go. Documented evidence. There's a picture of you sleeping. Hold on. Um, <laughs> well, well done, Deborah. Um, you know, what happened was during, how I during want my Rocky four Graham, steaks that I'm about which is to eat. Like kind of a really spiritual song, um, people sat. So I sat up on the seat, 
and I put my head back and closed my eyes and listened to the song. Ah! I demolished um, four rows of seats. You know, seats. when I was like fist pumping during Badlands, nobody, you know, I'm glad no one took pictures of that. Um, <laughs> you know, when I, was, when I was singing to Out in the Street, thankfully no one took pictures of that. When I was contorting myself during Because the Night, no one took pictures of that. Um, I, was, I was sitting there listening to what is, and, and for those of you who haven't, if you don't have the, the disc, Listen to Rocky Ground, very spiritual song. I would get I it. You know Bruce Springsteen yeah. songs. Okay. Yeah. Right. Close my eyes and listen to the song. Um, now, what they're conflating, what the New York Post conflated was, earlier in the show, <laughs> there's um, a song called Death of My Hometown, which is off the new disc. And Bruce did a little, one of his little speeches this beforehand. This is more to like warm up You know, to about Bruce, the Robert Barons like and the rich himself. and the 1% that I'm What here. really happened, I fell Bruce asleep stuff. during Camelot because the pit was very laid back. <laughs> Roland, I found the original tweet. You, you were going after. Yeah, I didn't realize that. What did it say? It, like the fat people joke? Yeah, he goes, uh, Governor Christie really wants us to believe he wasn't sleeping. <laughs> it was warm at MSG. Fat people get sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, he, he was fist pumping. I mean, it's true. Yeah. yeah. That made the cover of the London Times. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, that's how I met Pierce Morgan, because he emailed me. I grabbed his email. That's how I booked him. Yeah. I didn't realize in the picture of Bruce, Chris Christie, and then my little head right above the uh-huh. they, they said the, uh, the little Democrat. I'm like, oh. And that kind of tweeting, and I got a phone call. From Buddy, who's an entertainment lawyer, he goes, "Stop! Yeah. They're using everything you say." So I learned after that, I shut down my Twitter. Yeah. Oh, wow. you got a little media training. Yeah, fucking yeah. Woodward and Rowland. But it's true, the fat people do get sleepy. Though. Did, uh, it's so hot. Did you get any shit from people at Sirius? Yes. Yeah, I figured. Oh yeah. yes. <laughs> I, I walked in when they were high fiving me, and then afterwards, I was like. Uh, we need to see you upstairs. Like, yeah, well, hey, guys, isn't it funny? Shut the door. I'm like, oh, sweet Jesus. Oh, no. And then that's when the, the, I was like, turn on the tears, like Costanza did. Like, I'm sorry, I'm an idiot. <laughs> but it's good for the show. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I do. Um, cut off all social media for six months. Well, here's the thing. You still have your job. Chris Christie no longer has his job, so you win. Oh, yeah. Oh. He's a fat fuck. <laughs> there you go. Don't kill me. <laughs> Christie claims he buys his tickets from... Uh, Steven Van Zandt or Max Weinberg at face value. Sure. Max does sell those tickets, though. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, that's true? Because Max does. Yeah, but, like, you can ask Max for tickets, but you have to pay for it. No, but Christy buying them, though. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe he's buying them with, like, you know, taxpayer money. Probably. <laughs> so, Jim, you, you kind of paid for a few, uh, few, few bucks of that... Uh, ticket that I, as long as Roland got that shot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> Uh, we got some more calls. 213-WIDE-NUT, 213-943-3688-847. You're on the live cast. 847. Yo, what's up, Leroy? What's up, Leroy? Oh, great. Hey. <laughs> what's going on? Uh, I have Doing a podcast. Two that's not related to what you're talking about. Cool. Well, what's up? Uh, I wanted to... First, uh, ask Noah, actually, uh, how much do you spend a month on your Brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, hobby? Um, my membership is 220 bucks for unlimited classes. A year or a month? A month. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty pricey. But it's, I mean, I do it. I don't go to the gym, so... And sometimes I'll spend more, like, if I go and I do, like, a workshop somewhere or I'll, if, if I go to, like, a different school, then it's, like, like $10 or 15 bucks. 
Why? Oh, wow. So you're spending like 250 bucks a month on this on this thing, huh? 220. I, I'm just, it's just such a commitment. Yeah, that's it's. It helps me go. Let me get this straight, Leroy. You're calling in to our show. He still to, hasn't wished her a happy birthday. To judge Leroy. Noah on her birthday, and you don't even wish her a happy birthday, Leroy. What kind of friend are you? <laughs> uh, yeah, happy birthday, Noah. Okay, continue judging. Well, how often do you go? Like how often a week? Uh, well, I would go maybe like four or five classes. All right, so yeah, I mean, in the last month bad. it's tapered off because of my new gig. But ideally, yeah, I, or like as much as my body can handle. So I mean, if you go five classes, two hundred and twenty, you're paying like eleven bucks a class. Yeah. yeah. Over the course of a month, that's and cheap, that's especially yeah. in New York. In this area, that's super cheap. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like right by my job, so I'm, you know I can make it work with my work schedule, and just like knowing that that the more I go, the cheaper it is, makes me want to go more. Mm-hmm. So it's good for me. It triggers your your religious gene. Yeah, <laughs> my Jewish gene. Is what he <laughs> means. Yes. Okay, Leroy. Did you have another question? Yeah, like why are you asking? You want to know how much our electric I mean, bill I... is? <laughs> <laughs> my cable yeah. bill. Should I pull it out? Read the meter. Oh my God! Can you talk, Leroy? Let's go, Leroy. Oh, let's... sorry. I don't know. You guys were having a fucking conversation. I know. I know. We trailed uh, off. No, Let's I just. Yeah, I, I just I'm curious. I'm interested in doing something similar, not Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but some other form exercise. But man, shit's so expensive to, to do something like that, and I don't know. I just feel like it's not worth it. That's a lot of money to spend on that. Well, you don't well, have to commit to the whole month. Just go take a class see if you like yeah, it. Do and a then trial. What What are you trying to? You said it's not jujitsu that you're thinking about doing. What is it? Well, I, I'd be like. I feel like in a kickboxing class or like a kickboxing thing or something like that. Like I've done YouTube videos and that's free. But man, to like commit and go to a place and, and then yeah, do sounds it like you don't want to do it. That it sounds like it sounds like you don't care enough about yourself yeah. to do something positive for your yeah. Mind it'll body. feel good. It's a nice activity. You might make some friends. Mm-hmm. I made a bunch of friends. Yeah, I'm sure your wife well, will be I thrilled with you being in the house less. Uh, okay, that's cool. I have another question uh, about breaking Benjamin. Okay. <laughs> All right. Jim, no. this is more your avenue, not well, us. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, I, don't, I know a little about him. Yeah, what's up? This is Googleable. I just, I just, I just wondered if 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 they're not metal enough for your fan base because I think they're pretty good and they've been around for like ever and they've been signed to three pretty e-list label and you know they've had a, quite a career there's people in our audience that like anything I mean yeah. it's very a lot of diversity we have some idiots who like Chris Stapleton for God's sake I've seen Breaking Venture but I'm sure there's some fans they t- well like they'll jump on a tour with like some metal bands I think they t- they tour with like I don't, they're touring with somebody this year that's a metal band over the summer and then, Five Finger uh, Death oh, Five Finger okay yeah. yeah so questionably metal <laughs> right but they could you know more so than Breaking Benjamin I would think they're hard rock, uh, but also the thing with these bands is they need to be around. These are the bands that get kids that only have exposure to rock through the radio or whatever they're to get into rock. Get, yeah, it's a gateway band. So I I don't mind Breaking Benjamin. I never really got into them, but I'm not like offended by them like I am with some other uh, more mainstream bands. We've been writing about their new singles here. We could play some of it. Even um, yeah, even like a band like Shinedown is doing shows with metal metal bands. Now, yeah, which was always more of like a radio band, but they're touring. I think with like Godsmack or something oh. like that. So, 
Yeah. Just a uh, new ben- Breaking Bad universe? Yeah. Trash. This sounds like just a tool track, but sped up right now so far. Still kind of sounds like a little bit. Active rock. I mean, I'm, it's fine. It is what it is. Like you said, if it gets young, younger generation to come out the shows, yeah, you know, it's all good. It's yeah, good for the, good for the music, and then they'll get into some heavier stuff, hopefully, or whatever. So, yeah, and I think, I think this is just like uh, we talk about this all the time. How like there's just such a drive to like tear people down in metal. Like anyone with success, like oh, they're done, they're over. We're not paying attention to them. Where it's like you should be rooting for people to have success because. That way, more people get into the genre, and you know, uh, rising tides uh, lift all ships, and all that stuff. That's another one of those sayings, right? <laughs> it is what it is. Well, look, at the end of the day, you know, it's all it's good for everything. Yeah, yeah. what's well, good for the goose is good for the gander. No, because yeah. if a band like that gets big, then there might be some. They'll bring like three opening bands that need that that are going to get that exposure. Right. They're in front of ten thousand people, like oh yeah. shit! Like when I when Ghost toured with Maiden, so mm-hmm. most people never saw Ghost up till the summer. Right. And people are like, oh my god, that band was amazing. Perfect they never example. saw them at a club before. And that's the thing, yeah. So Ghost went from playing clubs with like five hundred people. Touring with Iron Maiden, their next tour, the clubs are like 1,000, 2,000 people. Yeah. So it really helps you retain, even if you retain 5, 10% of that Iron Maiden audience, that's still bigger than any show you've ever played. You yeah. know? So, uh, it's yeah. It's the same thing as a comic, like when I would open for Dice or I'd open for Artie Lang. I'm mm-hmm. trying to get some of that audience to come see me. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, the opening band on my cool. Then maybe they'll come see when I'm in town. Yeah, you want to get that rub. Did yeah. that play out? Like, did you get bumps from no. doing that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I did, yeah. Absolutely. But that's what mo- and most of the bands think like that, too, and the comics do, too. Yeah. Right, right, right. Who, who do you give your rub to? Who, who are you rubbing out? <laughs> um, you if he asks nicely <laughs> how are those hands <laughs> alright let's take some more calls uh, we got area uh, thank you Leroy that was a good question area code 601 for once <laughs> back to Mississippi hey what's up what's up who is this this is uh, Will in Mississippi man Will in Mississippi we got a big uh, Mississippi contingent here tonight <laughs> Uh, first of all, I wanted to wish a uh, no happy birthday. All right. Thank you. I already doing better than Leroy. Yeah. And uh, we talked to you guys about something. There's nothing to me to hell out of me. You guys have uh, touched on a little bit on the show. But uh, it's these motherfucking flat earth people and these uh, people up we've down with this. I, I can't knew about it, but I didn't know it was such a big thing. And I've literally been looking sleep, like having not been arguing with these people. You gotta slow down. Wait, what? I'm so confused. All right, I heard he's around a lot of flat Earth people. Oh, and they're annoyed that that I didn't get the last part. He's losing sleep. I thought he said flat Earth. Yeah, I'm losing sleep just thinking about arguing with these people. Uh-huh. And do you guys think it's valid for me to be this annoyed by this, or should I just kind yes. of no? It well, it depends. I mean, like, where are you encountering them that they're driving you crazy like this? I, I just I didn't realize it's such a big epidemic. I can't just look into it. I just I'm just seeing countless videos of people on Facebook. Well, you should here's the thing: avoid avoid any arguments on social media. It never goes anywhere. You're just kind of 
uh, talking back and forth and no one I've never seen a, uh, an internet argument being like oh you know what you're right and if someone has decided that the earth is flat there is nothing you can tell them to change They're, they've already gone against so much evidence there's nothing you could show them or say to them that will change their mind so it's well, just a waste I don't agree with that I think you can show them people and they try to justify it to the Bible oh, the Bible says the earth is flat that must be true I'm not well, saying they got uh, way more problems yeah, than just uh, yeah, thinking right. the earth is There's flat. And I'm not there. saying it's worth it to do that, but I think if you I think people a lot of people who think that and stuff like that are just not exposed to good information or critical thinking and that's why they think that shit you know what i mean but like from day one of elementary school it, right. there's no like class that tells you the earth is flat so you're taught it from like the jump and if you still are like no no i think yeah it's actually flat then right if you yeah if you turn on you an entire life of education after yeah. watching like a youtube video yeah <laughs> i mean what, how, much, how much savings there now jim you're being a little quiet you're do you happen to think the earth is flat? I'm ready to throw my globe out now. <laughs> and uh, like, what is the? I guess like some of the arguments are like, oh, if you look at a, a like a plane, it's not a plane like an airplane, like the plane, like the horizon, uh, it's straight, it's flat. Or if you go up high enough that you cannot see the curvature of the earth, right? So that's it. That, which, which isn't true. You can see if you go to the top of the Empire State, but you can see the earth being slightly curved. Yeah, you could see it when you drive past the Verrazano Bridge because the Verrazano Bridge is on a curve. It's built it's so, to accommodate the, the curve. Yeah, because it's, it's one of the longest bridges in the world. It's also, the, has, it, has anyone the, ever fallen off the side? Wouldn't that happen earth? sometimes? Well, yeah, where is the edge of the yeah. earth? Covering it up, Sid. Yeah. We never hear. That's what the Bermuda I mean, Triangle is. Or some shit like Oswald is up down there that the government won't let you go to. Ugh. <laughs> Well, yeah, you're in uh, good company here. We yeah. all believe the Earth is a uh, oblate spheroid here, so don't uh, <laughs> you don't have to yes. worry. You know what? Next time you you encounter one of these people, be like, "Listen, I need you to do me a favor. Call on the Metal Injection Livecast and let us talk to them. We'll straighten them out. Mm-hmm. No pun intended." All right, that works. Sounds good. All right, thank you for your call. All right, guys, have a good one. You too. Oh, oh good. <laughs> There we go. Earth is not flat, people. Let's not. It's just, I feel like now, nowadays people just are bored and like, let me start a new conspiracy. And like, if you come up with enough reasons for why your conspiracy could be true, mm-hmm. people are like, well, there's, you know, who's right. to say? Who's right. to say? Well, we should, we should hear all opinions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, think it's just like people want to have an interesting thing about them. So yeah. that's like the interesting thing about these people. Being like, a total I think idiot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the interesting it's thing. Better about. than nothing for some of these folks. It's like, I, I, I'm one of those people that thinks the earth is flat. That's yeah. my interesting thing. That flat earth thing has been around a while, though. Yeah. That's not one of those like Facebook. Yeah, that shit's been like, you know, like good, a good 75 to 100 years. I, I feel like in the last two or three years, there's been a big research. like celebrities yeah. coming yeah. out saying it. Is. Yeah. That what was a Kylie Irving. Kyrie the, Irving. Yeah. Yeah. Basketball player. Yeah. yeah. So he's recruiting other basketball players. I saw like some other. Like, oh yeah. Like Shaq was kind of advocating for him. I remember. And it was like, come on Shaq. I think Shaq was just fucking around. But then again, Kyrie Irving might just be fucking around too. You don't, you never know. Like if they're just trolling. Or That's what. the other thing. I feel like some of these more prominent people are trolling, but the less educated, don't pick up on the trolling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's, here's Shaq talking about it. Maybe. Oh, no. Shaquille O'Neal. Is-
Ugh. Come on. Ad? No, it's just some guy talking about it. Here's him on Kimmel. I don't know why. I have this urge, like, I would one day like to wrestle you. Like, for real. Like, you and I. Me too. We'll just get in and wrestle. I'll tell you what. Yes. Yeah. Next, next time I come. Okay. You have a tub of Jello there, and we're Jello. Oh, we're Jello. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Let's get to the flat earth set, please. YouTube. How long is this segment? Like 19 minutes. minutes. How oh. you doing? I'm doing fine. That was a joke about the world being flat, right? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> of course it was. When I heard you say that, people were getting all excited. Yeah, it's like there's got... no way that he wasn't joking in this situation. They got upset, and my theory is. I bought a bus a couple of summers ago. Uh-huh. So when I drive from Florida to California, it seems flat to me. I right? see. Okay. So you ever been in a flight and you get ready to land and you pull up the window and you and you look? Yeah. It seems flat, right? Well. So that was my theory. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just joking. We'll accept it. Uh, we got another call. 213-WIDE-NUT. 213-943-3688. Got a blocked number here. Uh-oh. Being protective. If you're calling into the show, just say hello. Hello. Oh, hello. Hello. Hi there. Dilly dilly. Uh, dilly dilly. Well, who is this? Where are you from? Where's the beef? I'm from the medieval times. You're from the medieval times. Wow. What's your oh, name? Oh, I walked by there trying to get to the bus. It smelled like horse doo doo. Wouldn't someone from medieval times be like afraid of a phone, afraid to touch a phone because it had like witchcraft uh, running through? Oh it no! Okay, where are you going with this bit? Let's just speed it up. Dilly dilly. Okay, I think that's enough. <laughs> All right, thank you for your call, Dilly. My need... name's not Dilly. My name is Billy. We need a screen. oh Billy, Billy Dilly. We need a screener on this show. It's a Biddy. Do you have something to say other than that? Deli Deli. Okay, okay, bye. You gave him way too <laughs> many chances. Yeah, I gave him way yeah. too many chances. I'm a, I guess I'm a nice For guy. sake. Did I mention this on the show? How like uh, if I stay at my dad's house, uh, I have to take a bus into work, and he lives in New Jersey, and uh, like I Google mapped where the bus stop is, and I was like, oh, it's like a 15 minute walk. It's nice outside. No big deal. What I didn't realize is that, like, New Jersey has no sidewalks. So mm. I was, like, walking, like, in traffic, like, in between, like, trucks oh my <laughs> trailers. God. You're like one of those hobo people that you see walking around. And, I mean, I had, like, my book bag and everything. So I really did look like a bum trying to get to the bus stop. And, like, along the way, uh, there's the Medieval Times in Lyndhurst. So I'm walking by the Medieval Times. It smells like shit. And it was, like, the worst. Like, I got to the bus stop and I was, like, covered in, like car fumes and like just like pollution like soot there's like soot on my face they still let you on the bus though (laughs) yes and then that was a whole thing because i have like a book bag and because it's the last stop in new jersey it was standing room only and i had to get to work so i felt like larry david in an episode of curb your enthusiasm just like book bagging someone and i'm holding my purse and some lady's like pushing it off of her and i'm like i don't i can't take it off because the bus is moving It was, it was like I don't understand why there are no sidewalks in New Jersey. It's just like Everybody what is? People so do people walk. drive other people to the bus? Or there's stop? Yeah, like, like a so parking lot. So if you're taking a mm. bus somewhere, it means no, there was no parking lot. Hmm. It was just a hotel parking lot, and there was like a restaurant parking lot. There was no dedicated parking lot for the bus stop. Interesting for, for New Jersey Transit. 
Jim is, is our New Jersey representative. Do you have any comment? Uh, no. <laughs> no, there's a bus stop about a half mile from my house, and there's a sidewalk for like maybe 200 yards, and the rest you got to walk on the road mm-hmm. if I want to take the bus. There's it's- only sidewalks to walk people from their door to their driveway. That, those are the sidewalks in New Jersey. It's just New Jersey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless you're like in the middle of a neighborhood. But mm-hmm. yeah, they're not, yeah, it is. So that's why everyone drives. Yeah. It's like they're encouraging you to drive. Like, yeah. no, seriously, you don't want to walk here. <laughs> you just have your dad drop you at the bus stop. He did, but this particular morning he couldn't. If you walk down the street, you might trip over Joe Piscopo. That's not <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, sir. Is he dead? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wasn't he like running for governor or something? Yeah, I think what happened? so, yeah. I guess it didn't work out. Do you have any pictures of Joe Piscopo sleeping, Roland? No. <laughs> Damn it. Get that ready. I remember he came to Sirius and he was like dressed up in a suit and everything. You remember that? What did, What was he? Yeah, he said like, you know, he has this whole like Frank Sinatra thing going on. Yeah, definitely. I, may, I, I remember we were on Opie and Anthony one morning and um, we were making fun of his Showtime special. And we felt bad because we were comics mm-hmm. and we really shouldn't. But it was just so bad that we're just... <laughs> And then he wound up coming in, and we're like, oh, shit. Now he's coming in, he's such a nice guy. And he's, he's like, yeah, I, I get why. You, you know, and we're like, oh, man, we felt so bad doing that. Because it got back to him right away. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, and he was like, no, I understand. You know, I'm an old-time guy. And like, you guys, you just want to make fun of us. Yeah, we're like, look, man, we got to kill four hours. We're just busting balls, you know. But It was really great. What's that? Oh, my God, we can call Joe. I don't know if that's no, legal. Make it extra awkward. He has nothing to do. Oh. He'd probably be really nice and then we'd feel bad about yes, it. Yeah, <laughs> that, that happened to us with Andrew WK. Oh, God, we, yeah. Uh, uh, well, it was a little different. We kind of called him out for... Uh, taping a he, TV show at Santos yeah. while the show was happening. Yeah. He run. He had a venue in Lower Manhattan that he did. He own it. He was co-owner. Owner. co-owner. Yeah. Yeah. Santos. And me and yeah, Rob, me yeah. and Rob went to a show there. Of a completely unrelated band to Andrew WK. Quicksand. And I guess this he had like some TV show at this point on Fuse, if you remember Fuse. And so he was like filming segments for it during like the opening act, like in the back of the venue. So like it was half the audience was like looking at what why there was a camera crew. So people were paying attention to the band. And we came on our podcast like the next day. Well or then but then we watched the segment on Fuse. So then he, he taped something for the opening band and then left. And we didn't see yeah. him the rest of the night. Yeah. And then we watched a segment on Fuse. And the segment is about how he went to see Quicksand. and like oh, I don't remember any of this. Yeah, yeah. This is what we were calling him out about. How he went to see Quicksand and how they were fun. And they showed the B-roll of him dancing in the crowd for the opening band. And we were like, Andrew WK is a liar. He is a liar. <laughs> we we're calling him out for it. Yeah. And it got back to him. That we, that we did it. And then the next week, he actually came on and apologized. Yeah. Totally owned up to it. And then ended up being one of our all-time Yeah, we've had him guests. back on the show a few times. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, like he gave it to us from his perspective, which, you know, like then we were able to like feel empathy. He's like, yeah, it was just as uncomfortable for me as it was yeah. for everybody else. Right, yeah. I had to get it done. So maybe uh, Joe Piscopo has some reasoning why he did that horrible special then. <laughs> doing like an Andy yeah, Kaufman money. thing. <laughs> Didn't he like have an affair with his babysitter and his oh, wife yeah. divorced him so he mm-hmm. probably needed money? Then I don't want to It's a tough life. Dusty Rhodes' forehead in the chat. Wow, oh, my God. Uh, he has a good question. What do you guys think about the Apu controversy? Uh, and so if you're not up on it, there's a documentary out now, uh, The Problem with Apu, I believe it's called. Right. And it's uh, it inter- interviews all of these uh, 
East Asian people about how their life or particularly Indian people, I believe, about how like their life growing up was really uncomfortable because most people's only reference to Indian people was Apu. Uh, yeah, oh, God. Uh, and like people would be like, oh, so do the voice, you know, and the voice was they felt like a misrepresentation. Yeah, stereotypical. Yeah. And there was some discussion about how it was offensive that the character was portrayed by a white man, Hank Azaria. But that is not there's a there's a new thing now because the Simpsons did an episode where they addressed this documentary mm-hmm. and basically they basically said, get over it. They basically mm-hmm. said, like, uh, it wasn't offensive back in the day. It's offensive. Right. Now, what are you going to do? Right. That was exactly. what are you going to do? Another. Right. <laughs> I think that isn't that like an actual quote? No, we could, we could pull, yeah. Well, Lisa was talking to Marge and she just says, um, yeah, something that was uh, inoffensive and, and very popular uh, 20 years ago is uh, it's considered politically incorrect. Now, what do you do? Uh, and then Marge says, oh, yeah, I just get over it or something. And she looks over here's, at, a, here, here's at a picture the, here's of... The, here's uh, the exact quote. quote. Yeah. It's hard to say. Some Something that started decades ago and was applauded and inoff- inoffensive is now politically incorrect. What can you do? Mm. Uh, and then uh, Marge responds, some things will be dealt with at a later date. And then Lisa goes, if at all. Mm-hmm. Very, just that patented hilarious Simpsons dialogue right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so as a comic uh, who I'm sure has been accused of uh, uh, certain <laughs> politically incorrect things uh, and offending Indians worldwide. No, How no, no. Dare you. Uh, he has a clean history. No, no, no. I'm just curious what, what, what your take is. I was well, trying first to... of all, cartoon, you can get away with a lot more. Mm-hmm. You right. know what I mean? In a cartoon. Yeah. 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 You know, all of a sudden, well, you know, same with South Park. They've been going away for, you know, which of course. For years. Um, look, you, you never know. Like week to week, something else is offensive. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, so BuzzFeed comes out with a new article that this word's not supposed to be used anymore. It's like, oh, so, so is that what I'm supposed to yeah. write my my jokes around? You yeah. Know, because somebody, a writer at BuzzFeed decided yeah. that you can't say this word anymore. So the crowds really aren't uptight. You would think they are. Mm-hmm. Like you would think that all the media, you know, saying all the shit, that you can't do this. They're written, there's, I've talked to the comedy club owners too out there and they go, there's no more people walking out. Yeah. People aren't getting more offended yeah. if anyone does anything. I think people actually want to come to a club and just laugh and they don't yeah, give a shit yeah, yeah, about yeah. that. They're really, that's more the media right. just telling everyone, trying to tell everybody what right, to do. Right, like a few people on Twitter are upset and suddenly yeah. it's like everybody is upset. Yeah, right? it's, no, real, it's, it's not few, happening at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bill Maher is complaining words. about this every week on his show and it's like such a straw man. Because I think he sees three tweets and he thinks right. like this is what culture is now because of the damn millennials. But really, I don't think yeah, it's not. It's that not much even the millennials that come out to the shows. They're laughing. They're having yeah. a good time. You know, yeah. L.A. was always like an, an uptight, conservative, like you know, tight crowd where if you had a little edge, mm-hmm. they would hate you because like whoa, whoa. But they're t- totally on board. Every everywhere yeah. I go, I've never had a problem. And I talk to a lot of comics. No one's going. Yeah, you know. People walked out because I said the word tranny instead of transgender. None of that's going on. So, I've always thought also if you like being offensive is acceptable if you're fucking funny. Like if you can make it work. Like I think everyone like most people will appreciate like a little like like racial humor. You know what I mean? But as long as it's not done maliciously and it's right. not like you know what I mean like if you're funny and you put some kind of like I can listen to Gilbert Gottfried do fucking like Chinese jokes all day long like, it's hilarious mm-hmm. because he's so talented you know but if you're a hack I feel like then it then it can diminish it too 
And that could be like people. But who, could a Chinese person listen to Gilbert Gottfried doing Chinese jokes all a day? A good question because, all right, I'm Jewish. I, right. could, I could deal with I him. could listen to, yeah, Jew jokes all, yeah, all day. No, no, not a problem. Unless they're all. coming from like, you know, Richard Spencer. Then I'm kind of like, that's, not cool that's, that might be a bad example <laughs> of, uh, of, of Gilbert Gottfried because he's yeah, Jewish. Yeah, yeah. So he might have license to yeah. say that. Like Ricky Gervais' special came out. He did a whole bit on um, uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. he managed so, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, um, you know, he got a little shit for it. He's like, whatever. And it doesn't, no one's canceling the net. Netflix, no one's yeah. protesting any of his shows. It's just, yeah. a, you know, it's 300 people on social media bitching that that's offensive. And right. how could he yeah. say that? And there's kids that are going, you know, And then the shit. blogs need something to write about. So right. they write like, these people are offended. And then it, it's like what, a yeah, like that's snowball. The clicks. Yeah. Exactly. It's and snowballs because then everyone's and talking he's about not drawing, He's drawing more people. No, He's not drawing any less people when he yeah. does a, a show because all oh of a God, sudden. He's like making so much dough. Like he's mm. fine. And he's yeah. great. Yeah, and it's great. And no one's really. But you know, when you when you do a comedy special on Netflix, all of a sudden you're open yourself to a whole audience that wouldn't necessarily see a stand-up. It used to be on HBO or Comedy Central, so you went there for a uh, you know for a stand-up special on Comedy you Central or HBO. But yeah, now yeah. you're on Netflix where everybody has it, mm-hmm. so people are seeing this comedy like, oh my god, they don't live in that world. Right. Yeah, right. where comics are up there trying to you know push boundaries and push the limit, and like, whoa, I, I don't like this at all. Yeah, you know they tune in like what you know, and Netflix totally didn't. They were trying to do so. I know um, what's his face uh, who's the other comic um, Dave Chappelle no he's from LA why am I forgetting his name what did he do there? there was a, a joke that he said a retard in his joke and it was like a petition of like a hundred thousand people was it Anthony Jeselnik no it was um, shit why am I forgetting his name what does he look he's like a little bald. Tom Segura. Oh, okay. He was just talking about Joe Rogan's podcast where he said a joke with retard in it, and there was like 100,000 people had a petition Sorry. to get him like off of Netflix or get that edited out. I think it was in his trailer, too. Oh, weird. And Netflix just blew it off. They didn't even acknowledge yeah, it. Yeah, they don't care. I mean, but they're... he said he was on like local news. They were like, hey, there's a comedian on Netflix. And he goes, and I'm selling more tickets now, like more people. Yeah. Well, you got to think that's show. a lot of publicity for him, all these news stations talking every, about yeah, this Yeah, and everybody wanted to go, I got to see this guy, Tom yeah. Sikor. He, yeah. I, I, he goes, I got so much you know, messages like, dude, I, I never heard of you. You're really funny. I'm going to come see you. I see you coming to Columbus or whatever. It's it's like when they uh, when they tried to like censor rap, like all those rap musicians became the most popular things ever. Or just even because... like metal in the eighties, right? Just a sister and all. Yeah. That. yeah. We said that the protesters, forty six percent of all Netflix subscribers saw humanity. No. Wow. Oh, wow. It's the biggest yeah. comedy special of all time, oh, yeah. most views ever. Wow. Gervais is forty six percent of people that have yeah. Netflix watched. That's oh, because of the controversy. That's crazy. no, well, just well, just, just all the publicity because yeah, he's worldwide. He's so right, big, right, too. right. Oh, okay, that's true. and he oh. takes so many chances. A great special. Mm-hmm. It's so he doesn't good. give a shit, which yeah. I love. Yeah, it's just basically him pointing out like what's wrong with people today, and just like you know, he talks about like animal abuse and like all these topics, but it's like. It doesn't feel like stand-up. It just feels like him talking and making social commentary, and it's great. In his new tour, Supernature, about science and religion, about he wants to debunk everything. That's the next tour. He's is, is he a flat earther? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, don't call him cunts. No. <laughs> well, but like with the Sapu controversy specifically, uh, you know, I completely understand where these people are coming from. Like, I'm sure it yeah. would really suck to grow up as like the one... Indian dude in your school where right. the only reference to your culture is th- this stereotypical character. Not to say that they wrote Apu 
maliciously. I feel like even Apu was like an upstanding, like yeah, good he was, person. He in was, yeah, he was a lovable character. character. Yeah, yeah. but and then not, he did work at like a Seven Eleven, though. Right. The, the but well, he was the owner of it. Yeah. I mean, is that? Uh, <laughs> I guess, but still. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, it's definitely a stereotypical character, but it's also a character that has some depth to it. It's like, yeah. not like a mean. He wasn't character. like the village idiot or anything. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's. I mean, they. And he they, tried to get his citizenship. You remember that episode? Yeah, it was a lovely episode. I think both sides have a point. Like, yeah, I feel like it's fair for an Indian person to go. Right. You know, I don't want the only Indian person on TV to be a fucking you know the quickie mart. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, what do you like? How do you deal with that? Like, I mean, the Simpsons are in a pretty tough spot here. Right. I feel totally. I totally. Agree. I I feel like the only thing would be to just not have a poo on new episodes, right? Like that would be a, a or compromise. Maybe he gets a different job. His accent is a little bit less. I mean, he's lived he in this country classes. how long now? You'd think the accent. Uh, would have come my down dad's a bit. lived in this country for like almost thirty years, yeah. and he still has an accent. Yeah, but have the Simpsons really lived? Well, he's there? from Jersey. That's why yeah. <laughs> I got the same accent. <laughs> Uncle's Joe Piscopo. <laughs> no, uh, what's, uh, but I mean, like the the Simpsons don't age, so like yeah. they're really in the same spot that they were when the show debuted, more or less, right? I mean, yeah, Except the graphics got much better. No. No, I mean, they, it's always in the modern time. It's, it's taking, like, they have iPod. Right, iPod right. Like, That's it's true. taking place today. It always takes place today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but their ages are the same. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's, uh, let's take some voicemails. We have a few voicemails. We got okay. one from Ross. Hi, Livecast. It's Ross. Uh, it's been a while since so I left a voicemail. And so I just want to say, Rob, congratulations on Bobka. She's fucking adorable. Uh, Noah, congratulations on your new job. Uh, Big ups. Uh, Darren, congratulations on your new front tooth. Uh, That's (laughs) awesome. That's a while ago. And uh, Sid, congratulations. I I love you. I guess. All right. Um, I'll take it. Sure. Uh, Also, I want to give a shout out to Levi for giving me the motivation to start eating better and exercising. Uh, Thanks, dude. Uh, You're the man. And uh, I want to hear uh, Shape Adorinsky. So, uh, without further ado, hit it, Steve. Really? We'll do it at the end of the show. Yeah, we can play it out. Uh, And then we got one from Jonathan. Hey, Livecast crew. It's Jonathan from Texas. Just wanted to drop you a quick message and uh, wish Noah a very happy birthday. I hope you enjoy your day and have a really great one and a uh, question for rob on the last episode before your your guys's epic tangent on uh wrestling and mma you were about to say there was some backlash against ghost uh, i was curious what that was about i'm guessing it was due to the, all the issues with the uh, you know papa emeritus emeritus sorry however the right way is to say it and uh, what went down with him and i guess his former bandmates at this point anyway just curious. But uh, thanks for all you guys do. Keep it up. Take care. Yeah. Uh, well, there before that, before that uh, issue with the legal stuff, the uh, thing was that people were just saying that Ghost isn't a metal band. Like, that's kind of their big criticism that metal sites shouldn't cover this, like, quote-unquote folk true. band, which I'm, yeah, they're really dark. They cover dark themes. They cover Satanism. It's great. It's very metal. I mean, it's just, I think because the vocals are more accessible more like hard rock that people just don't think it's metal but i think it's metal and then with the legal stuff i think yeah because of the mystique and and all of these musicians saying that they contributed to the creation of the songs and they didn't uh get uh the proper funding back or whatever 
that people had a, a bad taste in their mouth about Ghost. But when they put out this new song, it seems like they're doing as good as ever. Like people are there is big. I can tell you just from the traffic for the new music that we've gotten for Metal Injection that they're as popular, if not more popular than ever. They're they just picked, gonna, like they said, we said before, they picked up a lot of fans in that Maiden tour. Yeah. I'd never heard of them or kind of heard of them. They're like, hey, these guys are good because they were great. I saw yeah. the tour a couple times with them and they were great. So, And the good thing about them, I think, is that because they don't have as much of an aggressive edge, they can draw in a, a, a wider crowd into metal, like people that wouldn't necessarily listen to metal, people from like people that read Pitchfork, for example, or, or, or whatever, they would be drawn to it and they might get into some more metal bands. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. We need, we need to expand the culture, the metal culture. So I hope that answers your question, Jonathan. Uh, also, somebody in the chat wanted us to talk about Bruno Sammartino. Well. <laughs> uh, Bruno San Martino was the uh, uh, Hulk Hogan of his time in professional wrestling. He died this week. Let's see. How old was he? 82. Oh. Oh, wow. You were Johnny uh, on the spot with that. I didn't realize you were a big Bruno guy. Yeah, well, he was a good guy, like more to bad guys, but you had to respect Bruno. Mm. <laughs> were you more of an Ivan Koloff kind of guy? Superstar Billy Graham. Oh, Superstar mm, Billy Graham, of course. Nice. Yeah, Koloff, all, all the bad guys. Yeah. yeah. Superstar Billy Graham, I was watching WWE Network and like his promo, like he would be huge today. Like it's well, yeah, Hulk Hogan took his whole act. Basically. Yeah. Hulk even admits that he did like yeah. his whole persona. But I guess back in the day with Bruno San Martino, he was a champ for so long because mm-hmm. the Madison Square Garden to fill out every month, those matches, it was all Italian in New York and all yeah. the Italians love San Martino. Yeah. So they knew they had to keep him a champ or, or that place would be empty. Right, right. So that was the theory behind it. And then when he lost the belt, Superstar actually held that crowd like, you know, like he had it for like a year or whatever. After, yeah. Because San Martino said, I don't want to wrestle anymore. So, mm-hmm. give me, you know, I'm giving up the belt. Yeah. But then he when moved they a little down the card is like an attraction. Yeah. They just realized. But everyone hated Superstar. So, mm-hmm. but he was so colorful and stuff that he still drew a crowd. Yeah. And then when yeah. they gave it to Bob Backlund, they completely just, you know, he, they were drawing like 7000 people at the garden because he's so boring. Yeah. yeah. Just, just a, bland a boring wrestler. champ. Yeah. Bland. Yeah. They thought that was going to he was going to be fine to fill in for Bruno. But that's why Bruno held the bell for so long. Yeah. You'd think they'd have just found some other guy and given him an Italian last name. I think they tried with a couple of guys, oh, really? but it just it wasn't working. Everyone loved Bruno, you know. All right, fair. Do you remember who these guys were? Who were these uh, fake Italians? I'm trying to I think. Know. I can't remember any other. Uh, well, they tried to do it. wasn't like Larry Zabisco was like his cousin. Oh, that's right. The or living his legend. Or something yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. Some shit they tried to do. Yeah, they tried, and then really? they tried to feud them against each other. Yeah. Yeah. They... Zabisco was a great wrestler, though. He was really good heel but yeah king of stalling is larry zabisco really yeah if you want like the first 15 minutes of him walking around the ring not trying to i loved his promos though he just had that like smart guy like condescension (laughs) it was so perfect i was a big fan maybe the caller knows other characters we have a uh, this is a weird area code i don't recognize it hello hello there Uh, this is uh, bruno samartino calling from uh from uh from uh, the first day in hell uh hello uh, No, I want to wish you a very happy birthday. Uh, finally, uh, you get to hear something come out of somebody named Bruno that is in a swamp as dog fart. Uh, so yeah. you may enjoy that. My dog, Bruno. Oh, okay, oh, thank you. your dog, Bruno. Yeah. <laughs> Did you name your dog after oh, Bruno? Let me tell you something. Uh, if you were in the WWWWF when I was around, <laughs> Mula would have put your ass right to work. She would have had you spread eagle at the gorilla position with Leilani Kai sucking off Corporal Kirchner. Let me tell you. Oh. <laughs> 
I'll rest yeah. in peace. So, can, sir, can you turn your radio down? <laughs> uh, Bruno, you know, I, I don't know if you know. I mean, maybe because you, you're in hell, it messed you up. It, it, it was WWWF. There wasn't six W's on it, but maybe it's... Well, I was in... I was around a long time. I, you know, I took a couple of shots to the head. I got to apologize. All right. You, you didn't lose your accent, though. <laughs> Bruno, you still there? My accent is hell for everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon to Joe Piscopo down here. Oh, yeah. him? Tell him I like the Showtime special. I was just joking. <laughs> You know what I don't like? I don't like how they actually have hot broads in wrestling now. What the, what's that about? Holy mackerel. <laughs> what do you mean? When I was in wrestling, all the women looked like the leftovers at a bar in Teaneck, New Jersey at 2 a.m. <laughs> Holy shit. You ever see Leilani Kai? Hot damn. Looked like she got hit with a frying pan. You could see the crust <laughs> on her trunks. <laughs> Why, you didn't think Fabulous Moolah was hot, Bruno? You never you never stuck it into Moolah? <laughs> Velvet McIntyre, oh my God. <laughs> well, I, I gotta go. I have to do 400,000 laps in Satan's Olympic sized ship pool with the Blackjack Lanza. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Blackjack Lanza. Is Blackjack Mulligan with him too? <laughs> he made it to heaven. All right, thank you, Bruno. Wow, Bruno from wow. Beyond the Grave. What a. What a also, treat. my dog, Bruno, is like, why is everybody saying my name? I'll go from his really nap. confused. <laughs> <laughs> Bruno sounded like he might have went to Grand Prospect Hall once or twice. Probably. He probably knew that guy. Did some house shows there <laughs> back in the day. I remember uh, Darren and I went to a wrestling show about 10 years ago. Oh, and, God. Uh, I'm embarrassed of this. Uh, <laughs> they brought out Bruno <laughs> San Martino to pay tribute to him. And it was so weird because the wrestling that they were doing is like very high octane. Like they're doing like crazy stunts. Like everything that Bruno was against. And, and would shit on for 10 years. Like, wrestling today, it's not like it was, you know, back when it was grappling and whatever. And so they brought in this guy. And I remember, like, everyone in the crowd was like, like, Darren and I were being so obnoxious that Noah had to shush us. It was like, please stop. Uh, that's my Bruno. That's how I remember. I choose to remember well, Bruno. Well, it, it was so pandering. I mean, it was just like, what he didn't really even say anything. He was on the mic for like 10 minutes, and he was just like, you know, wrestling is not the same as it used to be. But it was like, all right, we get it. All right, you're an old timer. But they just kept, they, like, he, he took up like three matches worth of time talking, cutting this promo. Yeah, well, they weren't, yeah, they weren't that athletic back then. Right. It was more like an arm bar and yeah. throw him across the ropes and maybe yep. jump off the ropes, but that was basically it. Yeah, San Martino was always called that McMahon because they had a fallen out for a while mm-hmm. over the steroids. Yeah, yeah. He's like, everyone's taking steroids in the WWF. And yep. And that was the big deal why he was like so revered in Ring of Honor because everyone hates the WWE now. Yeah, yeah. All these indie shows. So Because he hates them too. He's like the, he was like the hero. Here's a little bit of a speech. Oh, is that it? I didn't exactly fly into the ring. <laughs> can, you, can you hear us? I was 275 pounds. I'm down to 215, but there's one difference. Good for you. I'm 71 years old. All right, we get it. Well, thank you, Bruno. I've had enough. Uh, Rob and I went to see uh, like an independent wrestling show yesterday in Williamsburg. Yeah, at a, at a church. At a church. The First Lady so of Guadalupe. Fun. And uh, Andy from Every Time I Die was wrestling. Yeah. What? Yeah, the guitarist of Every Time We've I Die. We've really show before yeah. talking about his wrestling, right? Yeah, yeah. he was pretty oh, good. All right. Yeah, yeah he was fun. He was, yeah, like 
it was a tag team match and he won like do, or is he like does he have like a belt now no no it wasn't it was a non-title oh. performance it was pretty like i haven't gone to a high school show in a while and you kind of really see uh the the like lack of quality like oh this is a much rougher around the edges right. wrestling and uh, yeah one of the rougher edge was actually like the ring looked like it was about to like collapse on itself. <laughs> on yeah, itself. that was so. That honestly kept my attention the entire night. Yeah. Is like <laughs> somebody might die. Just yeah, like the ring is gonna cave in because it, it looked like it was, like it, was it looked so like the turnbuckle. So the turnbuckles were like leaning in, like the Tower of Pisa, oh, <laughs> like right. onto each other, and it looked like it was just gonna. Like one, and there were really heavy wrestlers. Like there was a match with a four hundred pounder oh, versus no. a three hundred fifty pounder, and every time there would be like a slam, you would kind of see the turnbuckles <laughs> shake oh. and like all the ropes shake. Oh it God. was the most exciting shitty high school gym wrestling event just for that reason. Did they have one of those washed up guys like show up and sign autographs and everything? Because they usually do that. Uh, there wasn't that like that much pandering, but Mikey Ripwreck was there. He was oh a special God. ref, uh, but he wasn't like doing the $20 pandering. There were there were merch tables. They were be- being... It was uh, so fun. It was so entertaining. I'm showing him this. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's the 400-pound guy that like that almost broke the ring. No, that's not. He's, he's dead. Is yeah. he? Oh, yeah. rest in peace. I know um, I told this on the air before, but I went to that same. That was the same organization that we saw. Okay, right? yeah. Oh, nice. And uh, in the same church. And with Greg the Hammer Valentine and Brutus Beefcake, we're both there. So I'm with my wife, and my wife says, uh, oh, we should go down and, you know, whatever, the, go to the autograph table. Okay, fine. So, and she's shy. So I go up and I approach and I'm like, hey, my wife wants to take a picture and get your autograph. So Greg the Hammer Valentine goes, oh, okay, sure. But uh, it's $10. Is that okay? Like, they actually made the poor guy, like, go up and ask for the, you know what I mean? Like, I felt yeah. so bad. doesn't have a manager there or something. So I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Sure, no problem. And then she says, no, I want to also want to get beefcake in the picture. So, so it's another ten dollars. Is that okay? Like I felt so bad asking the guy. Like, yeah. I, why do they make the guy ask? Yeah, he's Jimmy Hart should be there. there. Like he's a Jimmy big star Hart. in my mind. Like I know he's washed yeah. up now. And I'll tell you why they make the guy ask because he's the one pocketing all the money. If he has to have that's somebody true. else there, right. he has to pay yeah, them. That's that's, yeah. that's I, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. I mean this, the the event could put someone there to or do like that, a I sign like, yeah. on the table that just right. says that's true. Photos, yeah, ten dollars. So bad. Like I don't care what the fucking money is. Twenty dollars. There was one guy yesterday, the one that had like drunk tattooed on his stomach. His there, yeah. like, what's his uh, what's his real name? It's I like, don't remember. Rob, so, don't you write a dirt sheet about all these? Yeah. Uh, feds? Well, the other thing about this, there was like no program. Oh yeah. Uh, the the PA was barely audible, so like I didn't even know these wrestlers' names. A little tip for independent wrestlers: yeah. if you're not very well known, it pays huge dividends to have your name on your trunks. Oh, yeah. I went on like sure. a whole like Instagram rabbit hole with him this morning. He's a fucking scary guy. There was one guy that looked like he just came out of oh, Duff's. Oh yeah, his name is Schlack. Schlack, oh, my God. this guy. Wow. He has like a tattoo on his head. So he has he has multiple tattoos on his face. He's no Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, but my favorite tattoo is he has like a Tupac style uh, above the belly button tattoo. Mm-hmm. It just says drunk. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, uh, what's yeah. his face from, uh, our pal from uh, Black Dahlia Murder, doesn't he? Have- oh, he has oh, heartburn. Yeah. But that's his only tattoo. Or, or like, he only has a few tattoos. This guy is like covered up and then the drunk. So I tried to get a drunk chant going. So I went on the rabbit hole oh, and like this God. guy, I guess, does like hardcore wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does ultra violence. Like, so gross. Damn. Yeah. That's scary. 
So and then I, there's like a picture of all him the big driving stars. with like his glasses, and he just looks like like a really nice guy. And then like with a tattoo pictures on his covered face. in blood. <laughs> yeah, I take my. I got a seven year old son, so I take him these independent matches in Jersey. There's a oh, place cool. around the corner. Yeah. So we go every few months, and we get front row. It's twenty five bucks for VIP front yeah. row. Yeah. So you pay twenty five bucks, and my 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 son and his and his cousin they just yell at the wrestlers, "Boo, you <laughs> yeah. suck!" You know, like we do. Yeah, yes. I'm like, this is great. This is it's just like what I did when I was a kid. Yeah, it's fun. Well, uh, fun for the whole family. Did I, I get into it and have favorites like and remember? They don't know because it's just these guys you never heard of, but they're but they're they're really good in the ring. That's cool. Like do you know? Do you remember the stuff. promotion? Do you know the name? of the No, program? I don't know. Is it Jersey All Pro Wrestling? Jersey All Pro is good. It might no. be. You don't know. That's okay. We were sitting in the audience, and next to us, it was like kids, basically, and they brought out those like strings to like throw streamers. The streamers, excuse me, and they were rooting for the tag team that was against Andy's tag team. Yeah. So after they won, I turned like okay. So at first, like um, like they're they're yelling at the ring. What are you guys doing? And I turned to them, and I'm like, they're getting decimated. That's what they're doing. Noah was basically your seven year old son. Last I was night. Bull- <laughs> so then so then at the end of the match, they're like kind of rolling back the streamers, and I'm like, you can throw those now. Go ahead. <laughs> Noah was so excited last night. We got there, and then they had front row available, and she was like. Oh my God, let's get front row. It's only $5 more. We got front row. And then our friend came and she was like, hey, we got front row. You better hurry up so we can sit together. <laughs> hey, you got, isn't it great being in the front row with those little matches? It, it is so great. Good. It's, it's so good. good. Yeah. And we it, were right by the entrance and they would walk by us, everything. It's good and bad because you're also right in the front row so the wrestlers see you. So like there was one point where... Uh, the announcer fucked up and announced the wrong guy. And I just, like, to myself, I said, oh, God. But I said it so loud. <laughs> that, uh, I mean, I'm right there. The, he the, approached, the, he approached me after he did. to be like, I heard you uh, laughing at me. Oh, fucking insecure. Yeah, yeah. Well, he recognized me uh, for metal injection. Uh, and he was like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. But he was like, but that wasn't my fault. Because then I'm like, yeah, yeah, you totally got screwed out there. All right, I got to go. <laughs> the best is when they're having, like, those tag teams matches and one guy pretends he's hurt so he's laying on the ground oh yeah and you're right in front of him yes. and they're just laying there for like eight minutes <laughs> checking his phone yeah so yeah he's just like oh like that and you look at him like this is, uh, this is i love when they're laying and like but he has to be out of the ring yeah. for this. they're just peeking up to see if it's their cue yeah, yet. Like, oh, uh. yeah, just, yeah. oh i love it so much uh there was a mess up of an ending like uh, there was a pin that wasn't supposed to be counted as a full pin. And then the guy got on the mic and was like, no, that's not how you want the match to end, right? Uh. Well, it was basically, it was it was four people, but it was like a guy versus a girl. It was like a free-for-all. And the guy pinned the girl And she accidentally. didn't get out fast enough. But Rob pointed that out as a mistake. I thought it was a part of the show. Because after, because he's like, he's like, what? You're not happy with it? You're not happy with it? Fine, ring the bell. And then he like starts like beating her. And I was like, okay. So he's like proving that he's supposed to win. And then it turns around and she. And then she does one move and wins. Yeah, so I believed <laughs> no, no, it. Right. Rob, why are you then, why spoiling it for Noah? And then well, Rob spoiled it for me at the end by pointing out it was a mistake. That's why I love going to wrestling with Noah. Noah like makes me, kid. yes, Noah makes me realize how jaded I am about how I'm like too, like, over analytical, like oh, they really botched this part right here. This right. Is a, this so you really think he get, 
it was wrong the decision right oh 100 100 percent. it was it was a mistake because also everyone in the you could see everyone in the ring being like wait what the fuck that wasn't <laughs> like and then he was talking to the ref and be like uh let, let, let's let's take this over we we missed because i think the ref wasn't supposed to count to three on the pin but he did because nobody told him. Well, or, the refs are supposed to count if the guy forgets to kick out. They're, they're you're right. It is, it is uh, the fault of the person taking the pin. But it was a fun time. Outlaw Wrestling was the promotion. And what I liked was it was over in like, an hour and a half. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like two hours. Yeah, they just get it done quick. It doesn't drag on. What's that? And they give you like yeah, it was it was two hours with the intermission, hour half of, of without. Yeah, and it's you know they don't waste too much time in between. Yeah, yeah, it's short starts. matches. Yeah. You're not like it's very interesting. Come on, it actually it was way like we went to a WWE show which was like three hours. That felt like never ending compared to this, which was like oh great we can go home. You were it was done before you were sick of it. That's how I uh, no. Did you get a good look at the hand calluses of all the uh, <laughs> all the rest? Who had the best hands? Schlack. Yeah. <laughs> they're all like cut up and they're like scars from all the barbed wire he's been holding Ugh. so wait is Schlack his wrestling name or his real name why would you choose that name yeah right it it's his last name it's like Eric Schlack <laughs> Eric Schlackman yeah Eric Schlackman <laughs> alright that's Schlack. fine then alright uh, Judarino asks if Virgil was there with his table he was oh. not and also Dusty Rhodes' forehead says Rob jerked off to old Dino Bravo. Is that true? Oh, Bravo. That's not true. No, That's Rick Martel, come on. Yeah, that was more Rick Martel. Wasn't Tony Gurria? Oh, my God. <laughs> Tiger Chung Lee. Deep cut with a Tony Gurria reference. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that's going to do it for our show. Jim, thank you so much for taking yes, the time. Yeah, here. thanks for having awesome. me. Absolutely. Yeah. To hang out Happy with us. Happy birthday, Noah. What a wonderful birthday gift. Thank you. Well, thank you. Yeah. You're low maintenance. Yes. <laughs> you think I'm a wonderful birthday gift. <laughs> Gentlemen, she's available. Uh, all right, sorry. No, I didn't that was, ask that you was so for that, awkward. did I? <laughs> you didn't, but that's why I'm here. Uh, happy birthday, You're a Noah. terrible wingman. Like, when we go out, I need you to do that. Not, like, here when we're doing the podcast. So when oh, you so tour last out, night, just walk up to everyone and be like, gentlemen, she's, she's okay. Yes. <laughs> like, so basically, he needs to be yes, a pimp. At the beginning of yes. the show, I should be like, everyone in attendance right now. Well, yeah. Okay, a quick story. Oh, so no. Rob goes out for intermission, and he's like, oh, do you want to come with me? And I'm like, no, no, no I'll just sit right here. So there I am, sitting by myself in a room full of men, and I'm like, Somebody will come up and like walk up to and me. This is a wrestling show. Maybe they thought you were with Rob. Yeah, there's also that. Yeah, no, because the wrestling, the guys that go to wrestling are kind of like weird. Yeah, you know they, yeah. they're loners and stuff, yeah. so they don't. They're socially awkward. They know they don't. There was this one guy that looked like hipster Iron Cheek. He had the Iron Cheek. Is that you? No, he had the Iron Cheek mustache, but then like gauges in his ears and like a neck tattoo. Oh, we didn't get a picture. I uh, really want to take a photo, but we we missed the opportunity. Did he have the pointy shoes? I didn't we see didn't the see shoes. the shoes. We just saw he was. I bet uh, he yeah. did. Yeah, there were a few. There were a few people uh, around our age, but yeah, mostly socially awkward people. And they, they, yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like no one's gonna. Yeah. Because right. they see her there and they go, "What's wrong with this girl? Yeah. <laughs> why is she? Oh, her boyfriend must have brought her. Yeah. Well, why yeah. is she here? <laughs> yeah. Or her boyfriend is one of the wrestlers or something yeah, like she's that. Yeah. Like working. They all just assume that you're not actually there because you want to be there. Maybe when we go out, you should just wear a shirt that says, like, he's not my boyfriend, so people and don't get the wrong idea. Yeah, pointing at you. Always stay on that side. Yeah. I then. should just kill myself. No! <laughs> oh, Happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, well what better you. way to, to end that than on that? Uh, Darren, play us out. All right. This is a song in case i um, just like uh, explain this to our new uh, newer listeners. I told a story on the air once about... 
uh, going to a poker club, and there was a, a regular there who was like this 75 or 80-year-old man who used to do their little Sicilian kiss on each cheek, and then he would, at the end of it, like linger a little bit and like start kind of making out with the back of the neck. It was very uncomfortable, <laughs> and uh, it would just happen over and over, and I didn't want to say anything because he was an old man, uh, but this is his love letter to me. Shape of Dorensky. Do you have anything that you'd like to plug before we do this? Uh, my book, Everybody is Awful Except You. It's out. It's in stores, Amazon. Mm, yeah. Jim Florentino on social yeah, media. That's it. Just... And his podcast, and Metal yeah, Midgets po- on Sirius. Yeah. Uh, Comedy Metal Midgets is my podcast. And I do a show on Ozzy's Boneyard once a week called Metal Midgets. It's a fun listen. I enjoy it anytime I'm in the car and I hear it. Yeah. I know there's going to be some good classic heavy metal on yeah the I throw some try to throw some new shit in there too I mm-hmm. gotta be careful with the format you know mm-hmm. sneak them in here and there cool stuff and of course you could follow us on social media twitter.com slash livecast facebook.com slash metal injection livecast we have merch go to metalinjection.net slash livecast hit that merch button and we'll see you next Thursday we're gonna be back on Thursday this yeah. Thursday yeah see you this Thursday And I'm bursting right out of my pants And I'm singing like, boy, you know you're tough as this tight Your ass was made to sit on somebody like me Let me tickle your cheeks I may be 80, but I got me Say, boy, let's go out for brunch Early bird special, call me sandwich on me Come and play bingo with me Come, come and play bingo with me Oh, 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 oh,
kiss me, Doretsky, come on. Come 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 kiss me, Doretsky, come on. I'm in love with a handsome Jew. Let's play some poker, then go screw. See your discounts all for you. I'm in love with Doretsky. Put on my orthopedic shoes. Take you out to Jerusalem today. Dreaming of the BFW. I'm in love with Doretsky. Come kiss me, Doretsky. Sub-Jew.